right. So Superman. Um, so there's the uh, Christopher Reeve Superman, right? And right, right. That that's that's the that's like, the one I know the that most. That guy fell off a horse and got fucked up and whatever. Um, fuck that guy. Um, there were <laughs> several reboots of Superman. Um, uh, the most recent. So there was a reboot of Superman in like the early 2000s. It was Brandon Roush was the guy was the actor who played. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But, but, and here's here's the a fun fact. Uh, Kevin Smith was supposed. And he wrote a treatment for a Superman movie starring Nicolas Cage. Wait, Family Man Nicolas Cage? Family Man Nicolas Cage. Receiving hairline Nicolas Cage? Receiving hairline Nicolas Cage. 60, gone in 60 seconds Nicolas gone Cage? Gone in 60 seconds Nicolas Cage. So, and think, so think back to, like, it's it's Kevin Smith, right? So it's 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 a guy who's... I'm, I'm already, like, I mean, take my money because it's a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, right, right. Um, but, but it's also it's fucking Superman and it's fucking Nick Cage. Right. And so he's like the biggest comic book yeah. enthusiast so, so that I know. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know. So Nick. So uh, Kevin Smith actually like he almost died, um, and he also directs a lot of like the Supergirl. Like he directs a lot. Yeah, of, like, he directs Supergirl, the Supergirl Flash, episode, a Flash episode. On, on Those CW. are all great episodes. Um, but imagine, imagine in like in like nineteen. So this would probably been like nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine. Um, Man, instead of getting fucking uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, uh, you get fucking Superman. Kevin Smith Superman. Imagine how fucking weird that would be. Why didn't it come through? Uh, I mean, it's fucking Nick Cage. It gets fucking. He's a fucking weirdo, man. You don't. You don't walk on Superman though. You don't yeah, walk on I that mean, deal. Like, I don't give a shit who you are. He's like the biggest like comic book nerd, and like, so why would he walk away from that? Well, it's to also to make Jay and Silent Bob. Cartoons. I mean, you know, Harvey Weinstein. Oh. Live from MSS in St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. Microphone, you're gonna to, to get the maximum volume and the right projection. You're gonna hold it right in front of your mouth and just at about the distance, like you you've got a you've got a lady, you've got you know you're a sweet her. lady, you're gonna, and you're gonna bring her closer. Yeah. But right before you kiss, right before S- your sultry, lips lock, um, right yeah. before it happens, you stop. Yeah, you stop. Stick out your you tongue. Te- like you're, you tease her. Like, like you're gonna you hold her yeah, at yeah. a little distance. You tease yeah. her. Like you're gonna like lick the clit. Like, no, that's not what I'm talking about at all. But you you but you're not going to because you're gonna tease her. That's what he was saying. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> The <laughs> fuck was that? What is that? I don't know. Why does that sound like a Nobody. James Tyler Bob movie? I don't know. You know, I, it's I'm you know. Listen, man, it's been a week. I'm I'm punch drunk. I, I'm not I even got you. drunk drunk. I'm just punch drunk. Punch Zeller, drunk. Yeah. David, how you doing, man? I'm all right. Do you want to get into it? You want to eh. give, give the thirty seconds? Thirty second. Uh, yeah. So the so my, yeah my my kid's in the fucking hospital and uh, I am um, I have not slept a ton, but. We're here, and this, so I'm here because this is a thing I love, and I love you, and I love Rodrigo, um, and I he would, must be drunk. I'm yes, 
punch drunk is the punch drunk. Is the thing. He's been punched yes. so much. Yeah, been punched in the dick. A <laughs> punched bunch in the, in the dick. last like seventy two hours. So, um, uh, anyways, I don't know the kids. You know, he's sick. Whatever. You know, it's, and he's he's fucking at the hospital. Like, I what what the fuck else am I gonna do? Like, people and people like say or keep saying like, oh, are you okay? Are you gonna be fine? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm fine. It's, I'm not the one who's got a fucking staph infection. <laughs> like, I'm cool. I'm good. Uh, so yeah, whatever. We're gonna let him rest and recover, and hopefully he'll be home before the playoff game on Sunday. I hope so. God willing. I hope you guys all know. are. Oh yeah, no, I'm. Year. I'm. No, we're gonna be there. Like he just, grandma may just be hanging out with him on oh, Sunday I, night. Yeah, I understand. I, I hope you. I hope. But uh, but yeah, I hope you guys are all able to be home. Theoretically, yes. So we're. Uh, this kid is 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 he's actually also kind of amazing. Like he's he's kicked out. Or like knocked out three IVs, Doesn't which is like around, really yeah. great for a fucking nine month old. Like because they, they don't have a ton of they don't have a ton of places to like put a fucking IV in for right. a nine month old. But he's knocked out three of them. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's just he's been a fucking champ, and so he, he gets that from his dad. Um, being a champ, being a champ, yeah. and kicking out IVs. I'm I'm, <laughs> to- I'm notorious about like when I was in the hospital. Uh, back in like July or whatever, I literally told the the nurse like you need to wrap that shit like four times because mm. I I'm a roller when I sleep and I will I will pull up the IV like not even just not even like intentionally just and I I'm, just I'm, happen I'm, yeah I'm not huge I'm like I'm not a big I I love needle like I, I love needles. I love needles <laughs> I love needles um, this is gonna be a confessional yeah, no, podcast it's a, it's a, yeah uh, all that heroin Save I that do for the pitch, yeah. yeah all that heroin I do um no I I'm not a, I'm I don't it, it, needles don't bother me at all like I'm just poke me whatever but mm-hmm. uh also like I'm just I'm also put that in a, in a loop right poke me yeah. poke <laughs> me whatever yeah. anyways what, let's not talk about me anymore let's talk about uh, so we're gonna talk about the end of the season yeah we, we have a fucking Minnesota United season we have a a super special guest uh Rodrigo Sanchez. Chavarria. Chavarria. I'm gonna pronounce I always, it correctly, I always yeah. fuck up the, the last name. It's the okay, second part of the last the name. Yeah. So, that. On um, certain podcasts yeah. as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. Ah, man, Wes is Hopefully, Wes listens to this podcast to get that, <laughs> to get that dig. But, that's, why uh, you, that's why you need yeah. to uh, donate money to our podcast and not to 551. Yeah, no. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash the Dave's I Know. So, uh, I know there is a Patreon for the 551 podcast. They don't ever hype that up, but you should hype, uh, hype up the 55 or the Patreon dot com backslash the names i know yeah give money to us because yes. we are uh good people yeah we, we pronounce names correctly we got hospital bills none of us have seen our families in a long yeah. time <laughs> well i mean i've seen i've only seen my family yeah we have the opposite problem because you've been <laughs> just around your poor family and i have spent like yes. 50 hours doing i literally in the last only week. see my family in the last like uh 70 96 oh, hours that sounds awful and uh yeah no it's 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 great but like yesterday my parents like my mom and my aunt were there and and they were there for like five hours i'm just like you can just leave it's, yeah, it's just fine go away it's, and we took our kid down to get an mri and they're like oh we can stay here i'm like oh no no no, Fuck no. Off. no, no, no. it's fine you should get <laughs> you guys should go and like we got down there like oh, it's gonna be like two hours for the mri you know at least an hour and a half possibly two hours and uh, I was really, really glad I told my mom to fucking leave because I'm just like, <laughs> it, it, it's grandma. It's her first grandkid. She's obviously very, very much wants to be there and mm-hmm. love her to death for that. But it's also like, no, 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 just fuck off. Yeah. Leave us alone. Do you ever have that problem? Like you just want to tell someone to fuck off, Rodrigo? My wife listens to this podcast, so I can't. I okay. Can't, I can't <laughs> 
that's great. Perfect. Uh, Martin, I know you have had <laughs> your parents don't listen to this podcast or your, your wife's parents don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, I've heard from you that you want to tell them to fuck off occasionally. There, yeah, there have been times, you know, both, both sides are sweet, but, um, I, I'm also very, very different than, than Julia's parents. Um, and we get along fine now, but, uh, it was mostly, there was a time when they wanted me to fuck off. Like they <laughs> wanted me, they I, wanted my there. wife to find other guys <laughs> and they were not shy about mentioning that. But. Let's put it this way. When, when me and Nubia were dating and we actually were engaged, like, I was referred to as El Otro, which means other. other. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I was. I was engaged to the kid and I was referred to as El yeah. Otro. I, I always got um <laughs> so. I always got David uh, I'm sorry, I got Julia's friend. Like if they're ever talking about me in the third person, you know? This is Julia's friend. Like fuck you. We've been together for like a year. Okay. Uh, so, so it's funny because also like Anna's Anna's family. Uh, so she's the second uh, from the youngest, and she has a younger brother whose name is David. And uh, so a lot of times, for like a long time, it was like, oh, it's Anna's David, whatever. Now it's become David, and uh, her brother is referred to as Brother David. Brother David. So like I've gotten upgraded to like just straight David, and then uh, her brother has gotten. Uh, downgraded relegated. to brother relegated. Yeah, promotion relegated relegated. Relegated, relegated to brother david um so anyways so i know that's fun well this is what's, this hey is a what's, great, this is a great conversation yeah, yeah, we've yeah, been, it's probably at least 10 minutes right and now we should probably <laughs> i'm willing to so bet. let's talk about the actual so we're going to talk about the actual end of the season we did uh we did a sort of a uh recap of the last match and a preview of the uh the upcoming match with bruce uh from uh dunord uh, last week, and so we're not going to like talk too much about the upcoming match, right? I think we should just focus on um, what the hell happened. Yeah, the season that season. was, yeah. So we have a uh, we have our, our very special guest Rodrigo here to help us out, um, and we're going to do this kind of like just general Dave's I know style, yeah. Um, and we're going to start with the best moment of the season. So best moment of the season. What uh, Rodrigo? What was your best moment of the season? Um, I think for me it would have to be. The um, the game that we lost, whether we won and lost, no, we lost first and then won, uh, like within the I think it was a Dallas game. Was it oh, the, the FC Dallas, Dallas game. The FC Dallas game, where yep. like where like Vito saved us and then like Toy scored right at the last minute. I think. Oh, that was, sure, like, sure. That was for me, like. Oh, we 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 scored to win the game, and then they had the penalty. They had the penalty. And then we so, saved, so, yeah, saved yeah, the so win. So we yeah. won, and then we thought we were gonna lose, or yeah. we thought we were gonna get a draw, and then yeah, yeah. but yeah. I think that was just because. For the past two years, we we've seen that scenario play out so much for us. Yeah. Where we lose the game at the last second, mm-hmm. right? Or or we don't get what we're supposed to be, and to be able to actually have something go our way was was for me like a you know it was like like a sign you know like that we were like, like it's gonna this, happen. This is a different thing. It's gonna happen, right? So, yep. So that for me, I think I think that in between that and in, in between Ozzy's first goal. Those the are two, two the home opener, home yep. opener goal. Yeah, that was that was a pretty fucking cool moment. Martin, what was your uh, best moment of the season? I, I do not remember Ozzy's goal. I was I was busy. I was busy getting. That's my, right. You were. Yeah. Oh fuck, man. That's I had right. I had ESPN eating my shit that whole they time. They were really pissed at you. Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah. Nobody was more pissed at me about that home opener TV <laughs> than ESPN fuck, was. Fuck uh, Alexi Lawless. Right, he's, he's on FSN. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Taylor Twelman. No, it was, it was just the camera dudes. It wasn't like Twelman. It was coming down on the sideline. But uh, that would have been funny. That, that would have been. Get this shit out of here. Um, no, for me, um, so 
ah, god damn it um i would have to say the portland win to go to the u.s open cup final um there wasn't as much drama on that it wasn't even that great of a game but i think it was a moment we, we had played uh some kind of marshmallow teams to march that march uh, up to that point portland was going to be a stiff test there was a ton on the line and we grounded out and i felt good about it i, f- I felt like this is the kind of win that teams who are gonna actually compete for silverware win and um so it wasn't even about the drama so much as it was very um, um edifying not edifying it felt validating how about that sure makes sense that's what i felt about it yeah i mean i i would say in, in that sort of same vein um New Mexico United match are also hanging. So hanging six on New Mexico United, hanging seven on FC Cincinnati. Um, those both could have been stumbling blocks for this team. And in the last couple of years, probably would have been stumbling blocks for this team. But we yeah. actually like to see, I don't think we've ever seen Minnesota or take that back. I've, I have seen, you have seen, yeah. you have probably seen Minnesota exert its will on people. But most like most Minnesota United fans have never seen Minnesota exert its will on somebody yeah. as, as effectively and as efficiently and with, like, with no regard for their fucking soul <laughs> as they did when playing FC, like, FC Cincinnati and New Mexico United at home. Like like seven and FC and uh, Cincinnati six on New Mexico United um, and just that that entire like actually that entire like game with New Mexico United like we hung six on them and they were the fucking best away fans I think I've oh they were seen. great oh yeah. <laughs> they were amazing yeah. um, and then even the Cincinnati fans who came who were like, who were here like were great and amazing you'd have to be yeah they're true <laughs> I mean they're you know Minnesota United one point oh or yeah, whatever yeah so 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 yeah but uh, but just seeing seeing our team just really just like put our fucking foot down and say we're yeah we are not even gi- giving up that first goal <clears throat> and they gave up goals to both those teams early mm-hmm. like both those teams led Minnesota mm-hmm. and then we put like literally put our foot on the gas and said no 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 don't we're, think we're so. gonna, yeah we're going to beat you by five or six goals no yeah. problem whatsoever That's cool. so i think um and th- those happened w- relatively close to one another mm-hmm. in that sort of summer where we were doing a really good job and so i um yeah, that's my best moment of the season. So, a sound ass whooping. I I love ass whoopings. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't think we had uh, to that point we hadn't like really blown out anybody at no. home. So it was it was we hadn't blown out anybody at all. So then it you was mean one this of those things ever. like yeah, because we were in that route where we're like win, draw, win, draw, win, draw, win, yeah, draw. Yeah, hanging there. And to be able to blow somebody out at six nothing. I'm trying to remember the so. last time that Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, like Minnesota United before MLS, like actually before, blew someone out before MLS. I mean, yeah. because we beat LAFC in the prior year <coughs> five to one. That's true. That's yeah, but true. that wasn't at like at the new stadium, I guess. No, but it was it was a sound ass whooping and, and we, a good and, team. And, and we did we did beat the hell out of Toronto. Uh, Darwin Quintero. Uh, Put up his hatty, ch- yeah. the hell out of Evan Bush or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, okay, never mind. Nothing win over DC United. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We always we always have a good game against Nick Romano. But here's the thing: wherever he's at, those games didn't seem like blowouts, right? Like they didn't. No, they didn't feel like they didn't feel like from the get go, from the start. Like we were just gonna we were gonna dominate this team. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and even most games this year, I didn't feel like we were gonna dominate the game. Those two games, I, defi- I, defi- I definitely felt that. Yeah. I definitely felt that. Like, it was a 
serious colonoscopy we gave each of those teams. I mean, it <laughs> feels like, you know, if you're LAFC, like you just you you show up and you're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna dominate this game, we're gonna win, and it's gonna be easy, and it's, it's gonna be a thing. So, anyways, um, David Martin, what was your worst moment of the season? My worst moment of the season. Um, I'd have to say, so I'm going to give you two because I can't help myself. The loss to Toronto was four to three loss. That one was the moment where Boxall really fucked up and kind of raised his hand afterward. That was uh, it was a loss that in we Toronto. never should have lost. It was on, in Toronto. It was a loss we never should have lost, um, and um, it was it was demoralizing. Like we only lost by one goal, but just the nature of how we capitulated and uh, Cal- Calvo was a big part of the equation still back then. Um, the Pozuelo Armageddon. Is he in the is he in the running for uh, newcomer of the year this year? He didn't win it. I know that. I think he's in yeah. running. At least. I think Giles. No. Yeah, Giles won it. Anyway, so, so yeah, Pozuelo yeah. was good. But so that was that was a really sad moment, especially the way it all went down. I would say um, the second moment for me, we lost one to nothing in Colorado, which was right on. So in fucking Colorado. So first of all, somehow we've been snake bitten against Colorado, which is dumb. No one should ever be snake bitten against Colorado, but Minnesota United pulls it off. Second of all, that was the third straight loss. That was right before we went on that big ass tear. I can't even remember how many games we won. In a row, but it was a t- eight across all yeah. competitions. It was, it was a bunch. Um, but I, at that point, we lost three in a row. Things were feeling like we, we're, we're right back where we started last year. I took 2017. My, I took my five month old son to watch that Colorado match. He, he, he that's why he's sick now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I 100%. Like, literally, and then, like, what, like a that's month later, a month later, we, we, a month later, we find out like there's fucking like prairie dogs are zombies and shit now so like and they have like fucking uh, the, the plague, plague. yeah uh, maybe that would have been yeah no what if he has the plague that's a that's a that's a hundred percent uh not a terrible idea Put I'm, the gonna, mic I'm gonna, down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go bring there the, I, i'm gonna see we're gonna see the infectious disease doc, doctor tomorrow morning and i might actually bring that up like listen um i took my son to see uh colorado beat the hell out of minnesota <laughs> You're gonna drop that too. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. FYI, to. Oh, it was a loss. Way, <laughs> like, there's nothing better. I, mean, than I, I think I, I would have been okay if Robin Frazier would have been the coach, and then maybe he, he turned that team around. Yeah. This year. But I, but I, but 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 at that point in time, I was just, just one of those. It was pretty frustrating low. things. Yeah. Well, what was no, your, he's 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 pretty much he turned that team around, and, yep. I, and I think for me that's a. Sleeper pick, sleeper pick for next year to actually have a successful season. So. Yeah, that dude should be definitely coach of the year. That's over Heath. I yeah. certainly think so. Um, what was your worst moment then? So worst uh, yeah. every 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 Angelo and every Finley miss on one on one. You got you got to pick one. Yeah, you can't you can't pick one hundred ninety moments. You can't yeah yeah you can't pick two hundred and fifty moments. You got to pick one 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 as a whole. That's what it is. Like all those okay. combined. I think you know. So uh, this is out of left field, but increasing. So I've been increasingly disappointed with Rod. Uh, I almost said with Rodrigo. With Rodriguez. Well, well welcome um, to the club. There's yeah, a big yeah, line, yeah. A long line, um, and. Uh, uh, with his with his play on the field, and you know, I, I still see the intangible stuff and all that. But at some point, you play striker, you got to put the ball on the fucking net. But I feel bad about it because increasingly, also, I think Angelo is just a good guy, loves his family, is guided by his faith, doesn't really speak out and say a bunch of horse shit, and probably hates it when douchebags like me pay ten dollars a month to have a podcast, which is my only qualification to have talk about soccer, and sit here and say he sucks. That probably would suck if I were a human person who played soccer. Like if I if I were corporate strategying at Wells Fargo, and then other people had podcasts to talk about how I fucking sucked. 
Makes me feel bad sometimes. Yeah, but I think that's the Minnesota nice in you. But here's the thing. Maybe. You fucking suck. So may, maybe I mean, you the un- clarity of the, I know understand, that. You understand yeah. that you fucking suck. Okay, so. Like, I, I understand that I fucking suck as well, that. right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, empathy is not the right, correct word, but it's like, it's a word I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but It's the word closest in your vocabulary. It's, it's the word that I kind of associate mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Uh, uh, my general demeanor and, and, and things. Just like um, I, I so associate with Roseville because I went to high school there, but not yeah. really. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Thank you. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick out um, uh, July 27th and uh, look at you getting specific and stuff. August 17th. Wow. Uh, these are so these are the the two games that Minnesota drew at home against the worst teams in the league, Vancouver and, and Orlando. Orlando City. They yeah. lost. They they drew zero zero with Vancouver on uh, the 27th, and they drew. Uh, with the worst fucking, literally the worst fucking franchise in in soccer in 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 the U.S. Um, the the Pride are in last place in the NWSL. Their their USL two team, uh, their the, the plays in the same division as Ford Madison is in like is the last place team and. Orlando City is the last place team in the Eastern Conference. The this Where this, they this the is a fucking that? franchise that is like this fucking franchise. Fired Adrian Heath um, because they thought he wasn't going in the right direction, and they have now fired two other coaches since they fired Adrian Heath. So, um, and we and we dropped points. We dropped four points between those two matches. Um, yeah. Four points, which would have put us in second place, which would have put us hosting a second round playoff match, assuming we had beaten whatever fucking Dallas or Portland or whatever at home, which I'm sure we probably would have done. Um, we did not do that. We got draws in both of those matches. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in a four, position where we have points, to like yeah. play against fucking Christian Pavone and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. So yeah, that's my worst moment of the season. Those are like, tough losses. They're, 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 they're they feel Orlando, like losses. <clears throat> yeah, they're Orlando City draw. The, the only positive thing out of the Orlando <coughs> Lando tie was uh, when I was at the black card with Eric filming for the Minnesota football show, and then we had one of the one of the um, uh, Orlando Pride fa- fanatics just jump in and like. Trash Dom Dwyer on live camera. <laughs> well, Dom Dwyer. So Dom Dwyer is it deserved to be trash all the time, forever. However, I did see uh, Sydney Larue posted uh, the picture of like what they had their kid wear for like his picture day, and it was total Liverpool kit. It was, was fucking it? amazing. That's pretty so now good. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of like reassessing my hatred of, of Dom Dwyer. Dom Dwyer is apparently a. a, a uh, Liverpoolian. Uh, so, why don't you why don't you uh, look for the picture of him dressed up as Jasmine and Sydney dressed up as Aladdin? Okay, for Halloween. That sounds amazing. Yeah, and they dressed their. It was a baby then, you know. I can't. Yeah. Remember, they dressed up as the fucking carpet. I don't remember. What, I don't even remember what the yeah. kid was dressed up as. But, but uh, also also sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> well, props to Sydney for like coming back after. Delivery in a second baby. She was still training with. Oh yeah, five months pregnant. Was able to play like her goal was to be able to play. This is is not it. This is not a props to Sydney Larue fucking podcast. (laughs) Fuck Sydney Larue. What? Um, Go away. Most most what the fuck moment of the season, Rodrigo. Most what the fuck moment of the season. (laughs) Yeah. The time when we were podcasting and you just said that—that that was my most what the fuck moment. That's not. That's that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Okay. It doesn't count. Okay, so I can't use that one. I'll I'll give you mine first. Um, Most what the fuck moment of the season was um, the those. Toy bangers against LAFC because 
that was not expected in any mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. Um, but fuck, man, was bangers it, only. Was dot com. Was it? We, yeah, that was your worst. Only bangers. We need, we, need to, we need to lock that website down. Only bangers. Dot com. Bangers. Dot com. Um, so yeah, I mean, just uh, seeing like you know, like an actual, and I'm, I'm assuming it was a Heath game plan work to actual fucking perfection was was amazing, and the fact that we're possibly thinking that it was a Heath game plan and that it actually worked to perfection one time in the last three years is probably a damning uh, indictment of the man. But whatever. But it was like, a hell of a game. It fucking worked, uh, yep. and. Yeah, we uh, and I talked to people who who were out there, who were out at AFC uh, at the Bank of America Stadium or whatever, Bank of California Bank Stadium. Of um, that's yeah, Bank, Bank of, of America. America. Bank of America's in Charlotte. Um, <clears throat> Bank of America Stadium or whatever the fuck it's called. And they said it was fucking loud. What? Fans were into it, mm-hmm. like they were down. And um, but and, for and is that the birth of the say the say shh campaign we can talk we'll talk about that (laughs) dude listen we'll talk about that in in a hot sack here um but but for those goals like that place would have been fucking rocking yeah we shut them which is great like because chivas was kind of a goddamn shit show when they were in the league so anyways my that's my most what the fuck moment of the season those toy bangers that was that was mine that game because um it was so unexpected and and people forget about it i think people remember the game but people forget to talk about um we were playing backups that game we had like um lawrence olam starting leap and larry yeah we we had a midfielder yeah exactly we so we weren't even playing what we would have certainly at then that time considered to be our starting 11 um we were playing a little bit of rotation and it was a game plan that worked perfectly i don't think toy hits those every time i don't think it's a game plan that obviously is going to yield fruit every time it is the best team in the league head and one at home best team in history we were certainly saying then and not only did we thoroughly beat them well i mean that said, they did, they did put in over 800 passes thoroughly, against us. Thoroughly is, the, is, the, is the, the, a word there. It was, it it's, was it's a word. It was, uh, it was convincing. Convincing is also. I don't think anybody looked at that word. I don't think you're using it in the right. No, context. how about how about we how about, beat them? Listen, nobody. But you got to let me finish my thoughts. Miraculously, would be okay. is the word you're looking for. Look, none, none of Never. none of us put money in Vegas on the line for that game. Oh fuck no! I mean, I love yeah, gambling. That's what, that's yeah, what we're no. getting at. Is there's no I, way we were like we were like that's either a draw or an L. Did not think we were winning that game at all. No, nobody, nobody was willing to be able to put money in that game. That's what, the thing. What was your most what the fuck moment? Um, the fact that we actually traded Cabo. <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> Just because you didn't <laughs> see man. it happening. Yeah. We had a, we had no, a, we, I honestly yeah. didn't because for two years, the first year we were able to like be like, okay, we see the talent, and the and and the thing that we've seen with this with this organization is that. We get distracted with the talent and the possibility that we don't fo- we don't focus on the production. You can put uh, you can put Angela Rodriguez in that situation, and the fact that we are, uh, you know, we see the talent and, w- and the potential that you can that you can have up there. Mm-hmm. But at one point, you have to be able to produce, mm-hmm. and if you can't produce, then you know, then then, then, it's, then it's time to reassess and figure it out. And I, for once, didn't know how long we were going to be able to. I thought honestly we were going to be stuck with Cabo for. For another whole year, and the fact that we were able to, to be able to to trade him after mm-hmm. the meltdown in T in, in, in Toronto, and because for the whole like first two years he was you know he was a prized possession in, mm-hmm. in, in this organization and uh, a captain, uh, a questionable captain at that. Um, and, and they actually got they actually got money for it. Yeah, we got money for <laughs> it, right? We actually got something out of it. Yep. And then um, take and that then, Chicago. And then, and then, and then <laughs> it made me a Chicago Fire fan just to be able to watch to see what things. 
It did not make you a Chicago Fire. It made, it just you, made, me, watch it made Chicago you a Fire watcher games. of Chicago Fire to see how, how fucking crazy it could yeah, get. Right. Yeah. And, it was, and, it, and it was one of those things where like, yeah, like, wait, we're actually going to do that? We're going we're gonna to take someone who's toxic and then put him out of an organization? That's, that's how you th- take yourself seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's see. part of the three-year plan, right? I don't know. So, so um, I, I'm going to circle back to the worst moment of the season. Um that fucking Minnesota United Chicago match. Uh, okay, yeah, after like horrible. just after Calvo had been traded to Chicago, um, me and my wife we, we took the train down to uh, we, just like forty five minutes outside of Madison. We stayed I see in a Madison. pattern here. You and your wife go to a lot of games that we end up losing away. Yeah. Although we did see we did see the first uh, home or the first away point, which was Colorado in two thousand and seventeen. Um, I saw the first win in my Lundo Golrizian outfit in Chicago. So we thought, oh, Colorado, Chicago. Makes a lot of sense. I also love weed, so I go to, I go to Colorado <laughs> um, a lot. Uh, and But, yeah, so we, we actually we took the train to, to uh, whatever fucking the Empire Builder station that's just outside of Madison, spent the night in Madison with uh, my in-laws, and then we drove their car to Chicago and – left our son with them and yeah we literally, we literally like 15 minutes before the game was supposed to be over we literally because we, we just left We're like yeah like they're gonna hold us for like an extra 30 minutes and we had a we had a hotel in chicago or in or no it's not even chicago it was fucking naperville? yeah naperville whatever the fuck it is in illinois um <clears throat> and we just decided like, i was like we could just leave now and we don't have to like get held by the security and we could get back to our hotel probably before the game is over. Cause it was cold and rainy and wet and it was the fucking worst. It was, it was the fucking worst. Yeah. That, Anyways, um, yeah. And then we went to, we went to uh, Colorado and wa- lost that, watch that. It's a tough stretch. Fucking yeah. debacle of a, of a soccer match. Anyways. The only thing I have to say nice about Chicago fire right now is the fact that they, um, they will be playing at Soldier Field, so I was able to watch a. Um, well, my kids were able to watch a Copa America game there, so that was that was fun. So cool. So it's yeah. a nice atmosphere. So I'm not planning. I'm, I'm not planning to go there because when we went to that game, it took us literally three hours to get home. Yeah. Trying to get a downtown traffic. That yeah, was that was fun. Nightmare. Yeah. Looking yep. forward to seeing him there next year, not next year, but the year after. So. Yep. Um. So we're not going to do the Friday for the worst player of the season because that seems like kind of a harsh thing. It'd be tough, but it, it's yeah. pretty bitter let's, too. Let's do next Friday. Do star of the season. Star of the season. The star David of the Martin. season. Who do you? Who's your? Who's your next Friday? Do for star of the season. Uh, who's going to be the next Friday? Do for me. It's got to be Ike. Um, and okay. obviously, our our we mentioned it as we looked I mean, at the awards last year. Um, when you look at how many more goals uh, Sporting Kansas City added on, and look at how many fewer goals we allowed. I get that there's not an exact like for like this equals that kind of thing, but that's a it's a startling number. An Ike for Ike, an Ike for Ike comparison. Yes, Mike and Ike. Um, what? That's why I, I, I was called our center back duo, Mike and Ike. Never caught on. Um, yeah, is is it, it, it was stupendous, and he he added a lot of leadership, and he actually added added kind of a cool personality to the the clubhouse too. He's kind of a he's kind of a goofy guy, and uh, he really he really is. Yeah. So I uh, he's got he's he got to be the star of the season. Too, so. Well, he's he's part of a podcast. He's also, part of a podcast. Also, his funny. DMs are open. His FYI. DMs are open. Well, yeah. 
I'll send him a fucking message if he'll come on. Yeah, I'll send him a message. Yeah, uh, actually, don't let me do it. I've, I've been working around him on something. Rodrigo, uh, <laughs> who is your uh, Freddie for star of the season? You know, I'm going to go out there. I, um, you take I, mine, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um, I, think, I think, you know, the, one of the easiest shows is Ozzy. Uh, but I'm going to actually go with John Gregoosh. So right. yeah. he had a good season. He uh, he, he took sixty shots. And scored, well, I mean, I, I scored think one goal. Also, yeah, yeah. Go he ahead. He just he's he was, make your case. My case is the fact that you know, like when he came on, we we didn't know what he was going to be, uh, mm-hmm. what kind of an eight or what kind of position he was going to be playing at, mm-hmm. and he's really made like a really good pairing with Ozzy, and they've been a really strong pairing as a as a, as a six and an eight, and uh, he's been able to. He just doesn't lose a lot of possession when mm-hmm. he has the ball and he's able to distribute the ball and he's had opportunities to shoot and he's getting better at shooting but he's also one of the players is the closest to Ozzy that has not so many mistakes he's he's made like mm-hmm. I can probably count in my hand how many mistakes he's made that cost us like like the Houston game mm-hmm. right and then there's at the beginning of the season when he was trying to figure out who to pass to and what to do, but now he's pretty secure and confident and mm-hmm. pushing that ball forward. I mean, one of the one of the, one of the, one of the, the the toy bangers I guess LAFC was the fact that he threw a through ball, passed a through ball through him gr- to be able to pass, it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like those are some of the things that you know he's in, and his set pieces have been better and better as the season's going on. Mm-hmm. Of course, we don't have anyone that large enough that be able to go out there and actually be confident enough to be able to head the ball into yeah. go, but. But to set pieces have been have been having having great. Cal, so. Cal Williams has some uh, thoughts about that, by the way. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, well, that's great, but he's not the, on this podcast. The, the so. myth of the Metanier Cross. I mean, Cal Williams, if you want to come on this podcast and defend yourself and defend your uh, gaslighting of Minnesota United uh, uh, people, please come on the podcast and, and defend yourself. But, but Anyways, first, subscribe and and, yeah. and and be part of the Patreon before you do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that might be uh, yeah, that might be a Patreon podcast. But <laughs> Cal, if you want to come on, we will uh, we will allow you to try and gaslight everybody else because um, you love to gaslight people, and that is kind of your thing. So. Having different opinions is not the same as gaslighting. The way he exp- the way he expresses himself is definitely gaslighting. Apparently, way, has, listen, a, has a thing. If the way he expresses himself is gaslighting, the way you express yourself is putting a torch to it. Flamethrower, flamethrower. Not unfair, but okay, also, well, yeah. Valid point. Yeah. Who uh, who do you got for, for uh, uh, the f- next Freddie Adu? He's going to turn into Freddie Adu if he keeps at this pace. I mean, listen, so, um, so yes, Ozzy and, and Ike and those guys were amazing. Uh, Greg Goose, uh, fantastic, uh, made amazing, like this, like the front office made amazing signings, right? Um, I'm going Italian. I'm fucking going Italian. Fucking Vito Manone. Um, if you, if you look at every, just look at every fucking save that Vito Manone made this year, like the reaction saves, right? And then compare that to like what Bobby Shuttleworth could do. It's fucking night and day. People are like, when we signed Vito, we spent too much money. I mean, he's like he's like the third highest paid keeper in the league. Um, I think we got every fucking penny of that. Yeah, yeah, he's every great single this year. fucking penny. Uh, the guy, I mean, and and I've I've talked about him a lot on this podcast. Um, he's not the best when he has time to think, which you know most Italians. <laughs> 
whatever. <laughs> what? Um, what? Where the fuck did that come from? Kidding. You're gaslighting. What? Kidding. Kidding. <laughs> what? But but when he when he has to make a reaction save, that that man is fucking amazing. And he's done it. He did it time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. Um, I think Vito Manone is is you know, I, obviously Ekapara is a huge uh, component of this team not conceding seventy one goals um, this year and conceding only like forty three. But, but so I think. is the guy that plays in the goal, right? But the guy who plays in the goal has to do a lot of shit himself. And I think Vito Manone um, was uh, hands Efficient. down, hands down for me, the best player uh, on the Minnesota United team this year, hands down. Period. Stamp. All right. The David Zeller uh, stamp of approval is... Stamp. Brought to you by Summit. uh, Summit. (laughs) Stamp out your feelings with Summit. Um, That was a fucking good... uh, (laughs) That that one was good. Um, So let's... So we're going to talk about... uh, A little bit more about just the team generally. um, And just talk about uh, things that happen. Uh, I I think we should start with... I want to start forward to... You know, cover all the players. Cover, I mean, let's talk about like how we felt about how things went with uh, the players. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah, break them cool. down. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's start with the forwards. So the forwards, uh, Ribara didn't say long lost Ribara. Long. Arod, uh, Toy, and Dunlady. But th- those were I can start with the forwards. You so want to? You want to start ranking them? I just let's let's talk about them. Okay. Talk I, about talk about talk about the forwards and and uh, your thoughts, impressions, and like we can riff. I wish I wish we would have um, held on to Romario Ibarra. Uh, I I yes. still fancy Romario Ibarra. Um, as you look at the different people we fielded at wing spots, I don't think anybody that we played was obviously better than him. Um, I think that he does a different thing. I think that he's going to be less effective in build up and more effective if he can cut in and get in on goal. Um, but you know what? We had an anemic offense, uh, you know, down the stretch last 10 games at least. And uh, maybe we could have used that even for the sake of uh, losing some wing possession there. So um, I wish we would have held on to him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that part of that is like we couldn't have because he just wanted to be like apparently his kid and um, mother of his kid couldn't get it to the you know, U.S. because of fucking Trump. So Yeah, I get it. But. Um, so yeah, that's so we can say fuck, wish, fuck yeah. Trump on this one. Um, yeah. Somebody taking a stand. Yeah. So what uh, do you? So moving Romario R- R- uh, aside, Toy Delati, uh, uh Rodriguez. I think uh, so. I was excited about uh, what Toy showed this year, but I, I also yeah. think that people overreacted and wanted to anoint him a little bit too quickly. Ultimately, he scored six goals with seventeen appearances. Good pace not the next Jesus, although what he's doing for the U23s look pretty good these days. Um, he had a really good streak, a good condensed streak where he did real well, um, but otherwise he does as many strikers does. He, he, he gets a little um, a little bit streaky, and uh, so I, with that context now, I'm like, I, I love the promise. He's still such a young guy. Um, I love that he got that time at Madison to be able to then turn around and get, you know, I, I think that that helped his progression and to be able to come into the main team and do some good things. But um, I'm not ready to anoint him yet. I think he's a good part of a well-rounded squad, but that's that's what I feel about him. But do you think that has to do with the personnel that's on the field when he's playing? Mm. Like. Yes, so I, I think I think we get limited um, limited support from the wings, for instance. I think we hit too many crosses, which is, is not going to be a strong suit getting on the end of crosses. Um, so I, I do think that there's both a tactical and a personnel thing that, that limits his ability to succeed. Um, 
that said, uh, he I, he doesn't find the game when it's not coming to him either. He doesn't make the plays happen. Some people argue a number nine doesn't have to. They just have to stand there and wait for bangers. But yeah. um, he, he doesn't facilitate anything either. Funny thing is, is Toy did not score a goal with Ford Madison when he was playing with them. And then he came to Minnesota and scored like three in like four games. Yeah. The the time, the fitness, the crispness, all, all of that comes with it. Even I'm not, I, mean, I mean, touches matter. I mean, if you take Kevin Bellino for that matter, right yeah. before the right before the Gold Cup, he wasn't being productive at all. But then he was able to play three games, uh, minimum three games, like starting full ninety mm-hmm. with Trinidad and Tobago, and then right and he he was hit in stride. Right. And right after yeah. he came back from the Gold Cup is when he was when he was was he was the lights on. Holster your Molino hot takes. Uh we'll get to Molino. Holster him. Yeah, holster. We're talking about we're talking about uh so so here's here's my question. Yeah. Um is he on this team next year? No. I mean he has so I think he has an option. So the team has an option on him. Um it would it would surprise option. What's that? Do we do we know how much his option is? It's probably very minimal. It's 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 fucking MLS because he's like he's a, he's, a, he's a Adidas generation. So right? yeah, well no, next year he won't be. He like, won't he, be. He, okay. He's he's now off of that. So um, my guess is his 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 options for very little. Um, so yeah, so is Dunlady on? I, I I so I kind of agree with you, Rodrigo. I think Dunlady will. I think they will exercise his option. I think he will be in Madison or someplace where uh, in like USL where he can get some minutes. I don't think Heath is giving – and uh, I'm also prefacing, like, spoiler alert, I think Heath is going to be coaching this fucking team again next year, which is – That's hardly a spoiler. Also, like, fucking is – like, that, Is that a, a two-year extension or like, a one-year extension? Literally, I would, I, would, I would literally, like, punch my child if I could – if Adrian Heath that's not, that's not, would that's not, not advocate violence against here's children. Here's the thing. If, 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 I could, if I could guarantee that Adrian Heath would not be coaching this team next year, I would punch my child in the face. I'm just going to put that out there in the world. Okay. I'm, I'm not against violence against children, so I hope you I, Me too. I'm generally not. And I, I, I'm generally, generally not. But, <laughs> but you got to. Sometimes. You, sometimes. Talk about punch drunk love, right? Punch when, drunk love. When yeah. you need to make an exception, uh, and, and it, it means, it means uh, your soccer team doing good shit instead of doing the same stupid shit over and over again, I advocate on the side of, you know, kid can take a punch. So how does that play into the Dunlady question? I don't know. You don't. Know. I mean, <laughs> my, my, so my, so yes, no, so yes, it it does. Dunlady, I think, will be uh, called up to this team. He will be like a, a part of Minnesota United next year in some capacity. I think he will probably spend most of his time in Sacramento or or uh, Phoenix or someplace uh, in USL in the USL. But he will probably be a part of this team. Anyways, what do you think about what do you think about uh, Angelo Rodriguez? That's a good question, man. I have I have no fucking idea. Well, I think he's, I think he's certainly going to be with the team. I I, I don't think there's he's any question. He's making of that. a lot of money. I don't think um, they'll get rid of him. Um, yep. The question the question is is do they bring in somebody who can actually do the job? So like they have they have two players doing one job, which is Angelo Rodriguez and Mason Toy. Mm-hmm. Um, the hold up play and and be able to like spark things by just making runs. You have. Toy on the runs, and you have Rodriguez on uh, the holdup play. Um, the and I think they thought when they signed Rodriguez, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, was that he would be able to do the two things, mm-hmm. and he clearly cannot. Like he's mm-hmm. he's 
and Rodriguez has gotten better. He's definitely much more engaged in the uh, in the offense and the system, um, but he definitely cannot do the making runs part. So the question is: is do does the team bring in somebody in the in the offseason in January uh, who can do the you know hold up play as well, as well as do the runs? I think it, yeah, I think it'll be part of the squad. I think I think it'd be really cool if we could find a way to make it work in a, a sort of four-two-one-two. Uh, I'd love to, I'd love to see him with second with a second striker up top. See what they can do as a partnership. Uh, skills that complement each other. I wish there were a way that Mason Toy and uh, Angelo Rodriguez could play together. Well, they uh, do it. They do it for twenty minutes, and then he throws them under the bus. So, well, that's I. So, listen. We can have the podcast for another fifteen years. You're good. I know that you think. I know that you think people love to listen to every little road go back to the exact same topic. As much as you love to say it, people don't like to listen to it as I much know. as you like to say it. Let's talk about the attacking midfield then. Let's do it, man. All right. So we have a uh, DQ Molino, Robin Lude, Miguel Lude. Ibarra. I'm still calling Lod. I can't stop myself. Yeah. yeah. Neil before Lod. Um, yeah. Miguel Ibarra, Jan Gregus, Ethan Finlay, uh, Rasmus Schuler. And Thomas Chacon. 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 What, what are your – so, Rodrigo, what are your thoughts on our attacking midfield from this year generally? So, that's pretty much Give just Grey Goose, right, because everyone else – Hey, 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 calm down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You think Molino? Come on. I mean, Molino, Molino is, 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 is good as a playmaker, and I think he, he – um, um, He made some amazing passes to Yeah, to I, I, think, I think he's made some – Really good passes, and he's got a really good connection with Toy. Mm-hmm. And I and I think like at, the, at uh, when we when he was hitting that stride, I was really a um, advocate for having like uh, Darwin Angelo duo play for forty minutes, sixty minutes, mm-hmm. and then if sh- and if stuff wasn't going right, then just switch it and put like a Toy and mm-hmm. and Molino thing. But that never really materialized because sure. apparently you know. They just wanted to play all. You want to play all your cards out and trying to figure something it, it out. It did in Montreal, man. Yeah, that's Montreal. <laughs> Montreal. Though, right? Montreal meltdowns, notwithstanding, it did yeah. in Montreal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's one spot. I mean, in order to be a trend, it has to happen more than once. So, so it w- it wasn't that able. But I, I but I, I think Polino is probably someone who would like to see him c- come back and someone who eventually would like to see him succeed. I think. One of the things is that he, when he looks for toys specifically, is is to split um, the center backs, mm-hmm. which is something that we kind of tend to do with only when um, Angelo's on. Like when Angelo's on, we tend to try to feed him the ball, try to feed him long balls, use his physicality to be able to split the center back. But when we have Toy playing up top and he's not playing with Molino, we don't get those long crosses or those long balls trying to split the split the defense, which I personally would like to see more because I think Toy is more of a younger guy and a faster guy and someone mm. who'd be able to is apparently more accurate at shooting than Angelo is so so I think I the odds are, are in your favor to be able mm. to be more successful in that in that sort of way yeah. so so he's got a deceptively soft touch too so yeah so I mean of that group probably only Schuler is not coming back yeah I would say I so yes right like uh, well Miguel Ibarra is not coming back. well yeah and well I mean well we don't know yet I mean until we until we figure things out Miguel's I mean, probably I'm gone not, yeah yeah my wife well, my wife I mean, listens to this you, podcast you, and she yeah. she literally when I mentioned that like three weeks ago or whatever she literally texted me she's like what the fuck you mean Miguel's gone I'm like ah, I'm, I'm I mean I'm, I'm talking to people that I talk to and people that I talk to know some things and they think that Miguel is not 
They yeah. think. We he's don't not, know yet. He's not long for. No, uh, we're not making an announcement. We're making I mean, an announcement. Yeah. Yeah. All we're doing here is pontificating about every bit of writing on the wall, and the wall is covered with the writing. That's a good word, pontificating. Yeah. So I mean, so we, we talked about the forwards, talked about the attacking midfield. Um, this team. Uh, well, okay. Let's talk about let's talk about Lod, right? <laughs> right, right. Let's, talk if, about Lude, let's talk about Lude, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that made me. Let's talk about Lude, baby. All right, talk about Lude. Let's talk about Lude. All right, hot go ahead, Lude. Go up, Martin. Oh, you just you're hot, just throwing hot, it to me. Yeah. You guys just hot hop into Lude, single fucking song. You call them Lod, so it's got to be. We, we, just, some we literally just dumped hot Ludes into your into your uh, your uh, lap there, and you just let, you let, said nothing. Here we go. Take, hot let's have the Dave Martin Lude take. When word broke that we were going to sign Robin, the Everyone was like, all right, we got rabbit. I'm like, I'm looking at the guy's pedigree. I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at what our needs are. And I'm like, I don't even know if this guy is starting. I mean, we might be bringing the guy in just to round out the squad, which is fine. You can do that. You don't, Not every player you bring in has to be the next step above the other guy and then fuck the other guy. Um, but then he gets all this time. And, 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 it, and it mostly bore out my suspicion that he is a squad rounder outer he is not a guy that dominates at that position he wasn't facilitating well he wasn't scoring the goals so what was he doing until we found out how much money he makes well that that was shocking well when we were talking about uh again when, when the news was just breaking hey this might happen i was like okay great you know we could always use a second stringer fine another healthy guy um never certainly not at that point never in my wildest dreams would i have thought he was going to make the money that he's making um, and he hasn't he hasn't earned it at all. And it, uh, there's hope for him. It's not it's not like he's halfway over the hill and and you know there's something broken. There's there's some promise there. You know who knows what'll happen in time. But uh, he had enough time with the squad where the sort of I'm just figuring out how to get integrated with the squad. He mostly kind of had time to do that, and it still wasn't quite rounding the corner. Yeah. So I'm I, hoping I for wish, the best. I but I don't know, an man. Eighteen year old would have been able to get that much that much that much consistency of playing time with the right, first yeah. squad. Then, yeah. Then, than, than someone who who's played with Schuler on a national team, so. <laughs> right? Yeah, so I don't I don't know. Oh, you, man. Mean, I, you mean you mean Thomas Chacon who who got playing Chacon. time four days after he had signed, and then and then never got like saw the pitch a game ever was, again. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and yeah, that mattered a bunch. I, I and then get, never saw the pitch again, and then wasn't even in the fucking eighteen for the last like four matches. Yeah, I didn't get the strategy. Like like so you could convince me if you sat me down long enough of why keeping him fresh and on ice could be a good idea. I think getting touches matters. I, I you but you you know there's soccer reasons you could convince me, but not even having him on the bench and like what exactly was the play here? I got in 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 why? What are we what are we saving that champagne for? So that kid had played like Thirteen or fourteen matches in the season, um, before he transferred to Minnesota United. Yeah. Um, I just I do not understand. Like, if you're gonna play him, fucking play him. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like, <clears throat> we're probably gonna disagree with you, and like, but put him, like, have him play substantial minutes, and even if he doesn't start all the time, that's fine. Whatever. Come on for thirty minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He he played. He played in that first game. Against Sporting Kansas City mm-hmm. uh, on the road, mm-hmm. his first match was against Sporting Kansas City on the, the road. That Meg against Susie though, that was great though. After I mean, it was it was great, but like, but yeah, but then, but then we didn't fucking see him ever yeah. again. He wasn't even making the fucking eighteen. It was, yeah, he wasn't coming on as a sub to try and just get those touches, get that 
yeah, it was it was confusing. And I don't quite know where we're going. And so the thing that that gets that gets me is that this this player is a a starting player and a Uruguayan national team for his age group. Yeah. So like, so like, how is he going to? Because if 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 we get into this whole like, how do you get picked into play into for a national team? It's, it's it's not by making the eight, the eighteen. No. It's by getting touches and by playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So by not playing him, how are you? I, not, I would I would love to see what the conversation between the Uruguay national team uh, are with 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 Adrian Heath and yeah. and, and and the FO and yeah. everything and the aspect of what are they what are their plans for Jacob? You're, you're not, not help, playing. You're not helping his value. Yeah, you're not helping yeah. his value specifically yeah. when mm-hmm. you pay this. And specifically, if we're talking in the aspect of Lude, where he's where his uh, paycheck may be associated for the reason that he's starting, mm-hmm. then why wouldn't you? The correlation between Chacon's that doesn't, doesn't make sense slot. with Chacon, right? He's making like he's going to be making four million dollars at one point, right? Yeah, yeah, and and you know it, all of this could be argued away if you looked at Darwin Quintero and said, well, you know what, we signed a great guy in Chacon, but goddamn, Darwin Quintero is hot, hot, hot. He wasn't. I mean, Dar- Darwin ended up with ten goals, not uh, out of attacking midfield. Hardly should he be nailed to a cross, but and th- I think four of those are penalties. So, so but so so whatever. Uh, any, anyways, that's, that's so an, I'm trying to I'm trying point. to I'm trying to say he wasn't utterly and obviously piss poor, but he also He's I mean, do you mostly piss poor? Do you <laughs> do you think that do you really think that he was so red hot you couldn't make the case to have to 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 bring in Chacon as a sub? Is that is that really a case that could be made? The attacking midfield spot was not a place we were elite this year. Yeah, no. So he, this is this is a guy who did not start the U.S. Open Cup final. Darwin yeah. Quintero. Yeah, did so, not start. So clearly, di- clearly dispensable enough that maybe you uh, throw your hot, expensive young ass out there and see what he can do. Let's let's move on to uh, to to a better thing: uh, the defensive midfield. Uh, we have Ozzy Alonso. Sonny Dotson, Colin Barton, and Leapin Larry Olam as our defensive well, midfielders. I and I would I'm just gonna point out like I think, you know, the the defense starts, you know, early earlier on than than the actual like defenders, right? It's mm-hmm. it, so it starts with the CDM. Yeah, it starts with the CDM. It starts with it starts with like even the attackers. Like when you turn the ball over, like that's when defense starts. Obviously it's that's not a uh groundbreaking fucking thing, but um this team has you know, in the last couple of years, not been great at turning, like doing stuff in transition. And we actually have players on our team who can attack and also defend. And I, you know, Ozzy Alonso uh, being the biggest one, Hassani Dotson um, showing some glimpses of being a like a banging eight uh, or, t- or sorry, ten for for us, or no, sorry, eight for us or a six for a while. Um, and then yeah, man, Leap and Larry Olam. Yeah, so yeah, Larry was a good get. I, you know, he's he 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 ended up being a guy who could could round it out when you needed him in a pinch. We talked about LAFC. Uh, you know, he got that start against LAFC. Um, he got so, yeah, he started in the uh, not like in he the, started as a center back in the yeah in the central defense, not even mm-hmm. in the fucking central midfield. Yeah, and he and he was a good so, stalwart there. Um, yeah. So so I, I think he's a good round out your squad guy. Uh, Colin Martin. I mean, obviously he didn't get a ton of time. My biggest question about Colin Martin was whether like what happened to that guy that he uh, that he ended up going on a date with from uh james corden they ever fucking that ever work out you know that was my biggest question about colin martin um dotson has a ton of promise (laughs) 
He's he's a rookie of the year nominee for a reason, and um, it wasn't it, it wasn't yeah. just because he has some third. some damn good goals. He can get it done all over the field, and it'll be cool to watch him mature a little bit. And Ozzy, there's not much you can say about it. The, the, the biggest thing you can say about Ozzy, he's obviously excellent. Biggest thing you can say about him is that we walked into the season fearless. Like, is he going to just be injured half the time? Wasn't the case at all. He's real healthy most yeah. of the year. I think a lot of people thought if we get 20 games out of Ozzy, that'd be good. Yeah, we got 27, and, and we got 27. Yeah, so. Pretty awesome. That's pretty fucking great. No, mm-hmm. I think that's great. I think also is like like with Ike and Ozzy, they were smitten from being you know from from when the previous clubs were were, were, were treating them that you know it gave it an incentive to be able to play yeah. how they were playing. Show them they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and so like I think I think I think my only my only question between all of them is uh, is, is Colin Mart on this team next year? That's my thing. So I usually all of them. I hope you not. Hey, you can between all of them. Mm, all of them, yeah. I I think you get Leap and Larry all of them. I think Leap and Larry comes back just because apparently um, the the coaching staff feels that he can play several positions and play him decently enough to be able to do that. I, I and def- Colin Colin Martin was not mm-hmm. given that opportunity to even do that. So sure, I think uh, we, we'll talk probably about uh, expansion draft uh, like several weeks down the line, but like. I mean, some players are going to be like available in the in mm-hmm. the expansion draft. And I think Leap and Larry will definitely be one of them. So he's a guy you can leave open, but he's he's a good guy to have on the team. Um, Colin, uh, probably not. I th- I don't think it'd be hard to upgrade from him, and I don't think you'd have to pay a lot of money to upgrade from. Him. I love him, yeah. but um, I don't I don't think he's he's yeah. shown too much. So I think it's time to move on from yeah. there. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about keeper quick. Um, Vito Bonone. Keeper before defense. Before defense. Okay. Keeper Vito Bonone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't. You don't have to talk about anybody yeah. else. There wasn't there wasn't shuffling around there. Um, he was excellent. I I, I think he was excellent. I think from watching his um, his film, um, he's great when the balls when the game's in front of him. I think when um, he has to be able to make a decision whether to go out for the ball and across, or come out or come come out and, and challenge. Um, you know that's where that's where that's where he may struggle a bit. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think you know he had a very very solid season. I mean, I think it, you know um, what he's what he's making now is is, is worth it. I also think that um, you don't draft uh, a starting uh, national team keeper in St. Clair and that and I give him more opportunities to play. So I'd like to see what the idea is for St. Clair mm-hmm. at one point, whether that's playing and. Playing with Fuller Madison or, or or being loaned out to a place where he gets touches and gets games. Yeah. Um, but I also see that you know he he also is 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 a good prospect in the run. So. Mm-hmm. I I mean I agree. I think I think Daniel Sinclair is probably the is the answer to Minnesota's goalkeeping issue. Um, I 100 percent agree. Vito was amazing this this year, uh, and. Definitely, I've, I've been I've been advocating for him as like the best goalkeeper of the year, um, mostly because of, of how he reacts to reactionary shots. And I and I've I've said it multiple times. Like he's great on the reaction shots. He's not great when you have when he has time to think. Like you know, it's a make another Italian slur reference like Kumbas <laughs> or whatever. Oh my goodness. I didn't even know <laughs> but, that that uh, was a stereotype. I yeah, feel like you like, just introduced me to you that know, when he has, Apparently we learned a lot of things from Seller. Yeah. I mean, wow. I'm, I'm, he does racist, his research, I, I'm right? racist against <laughs> other white people. Oh, okay. I'm fine with that. Like, that's, all that's right, all right. Wait, you hold power over other white people? 
Yes. Come on now. Other 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 white people who deserve to be like made fun of. White people um, are good people. Come on. Italian, <laughs> Italian specifically. Listen, Rodrigo, you you know me. I'm I yeah. Um, I'm also <laughs> probably an asshole generally. Anyways, uh, <laughs> those, but, those lines have been blurred, right? But specifically, like you know, like he's a, he's kind of a dunderhead when it's like he has time to think. And it's like a deer go get stuck a ball, in headlights, right? Yeah. right? But when he when, when he's reacting, like reacting and just making a fucking jump or something, he's amazing. And like that is so that's the biggest difference between him and Bobby Shuttleworth. Um, and obviously, you know, Bobby Shuttleworth probably would not have conceded seventy one goals with Ikopara and Michael Boxall playing the way they did this year in front of him. But he he you know he's he, he's not a better goal. In, He's not a better goalkeeper than uh, Vito Manone. And I like the fact that <clears throat> that Dane St. Clair got some time in Madison, got to play some games, and then is being theoretically groomed by uh, by Vito for taking over this team. And I think it would surprise me if we – if I objected to the word groomed. Okay. It would surprise me if, uh, if Dane St. Clair is the – number one goalkeeper for this team next year. I think he probably needs one more year. And, and you're right, probably needs to go to, like, a USL team, like a Sacramento or someplace that can give him games week in, yeah. week out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Ford Madison has – they have, like, four fucking goalkeepers on their roster. One is, like, an Irish goalkeeping coach, and they have Brian Sylvester, and mm-hmm. they have a bunch of other goalkeepers. So I don't think he's going to get his time there. I think Dane Sinclair needs one more season somewhere else, uh, fighting for playing time. Um, not not just fighting for playing time, but like actually fighting against uh, actual shots and and game time stuff, um, and then he would take over. And so it wouldn't surprise me actually if we, you know, Vito Manone is out of contract in uh, June, I think, of next year. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we just like just extend our loan and give him a you know a two year contract or whatever, mm-hmm. be the the stopgap between him and. So speaking of loans, Romario Barra is loaned out, correctly? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So then, what is your thoughts on? Do they? Do you think uh, was he with Pachuca? I think he's with Pachuca. I don't. So he can't. So because of our awesome president. Right, but do you think like this? That's enough time to be able to work, work, work a way to get him back. Up so, here. so <clears throat> my whole understanding of that was that like his uh, girlfriend mother of his son couldn't get into the states his son could get in because he was here but his his like his son's mom couldn't get in his girlfriend and so he it was it was really fucking stressful obviously makes a lot of sense like if i couldn't see my wife and i was separated by a fucking border i would be i'd be living myself right, but that's mm-hmm. your wife not your girlfriend even if it was my baby mama, even if it was my baby mama. So yes, I think he's technically still on loan uh, to Pachuca. So I mean, do you think Pachuca is going to extend that loan out? I don't know. Good question. Um, here's 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 a better question. Uh, how are we going to uh, fix the presidential situation? Get out and vote. Go knock on doors for your for your fellow ca- candidates. Uh, vote Democrat. Um, yeah, that's that's how we fix the. the I mean, Romario is probably. It's, it's Dave's, I know, it's, I have all the fun. answers for you. Yes, yeah. it's true. And we're very, we're a very <clears throat> left leaning um, 
left leaning podcast. Yeah. We very, very much encourage you all to vote. Vote twice. Vote four times if you can, <laughs> actually, honestly. Yes. Um, vote, vote as many times early as you and possibly often. can. So, yes, early and often. <laughs> all right. We got distracted. Uh, defenders. No, so. I, no I, I think it's a valid point. I mean, like, I mean, like how voting, easily could Voting it be? early and often? No, but not, not, not that part, but the accent to, to Romario. I mean, like, if, if Romario, let's just say, were to be able to drop to one knee and propose to his girlfriend, then becomes a wife... Then, then, then immigration, immigration status, wife, every wife, is it, does it become, does it make it easier for her to be able to get uh, a visa to come over and, and, and play up here? That's what I'm just trying to propose I mean, the situation. Is that, is that's a possibility. That's all I'm saying. Well, no, maybe uh, we really should have had Carolina on this podcast before she went back to DC yeah, uh, to right. do some stuff. Um, <clears throat> Let's move on. So, but to answer your question, if, if someone is a, is a U.S. citizen, then yes, it makes it makes a ton of sense. Like someone just fucking propose. Um, it's a lot harder if you are a naturalized citizen versus a an actual born in the U.S. citizen. I don't even know what the the so fucking permanent residence permanent, permanent yeah. So there's a difference between so it's permanent, like a permanent residence. Problem, yes, yeah. yes. So there's there's a whole other, okay. it's a whole new things. Anyways, that's that's been made harder by our uh, Cheeto in chief. Um, so my scenario and suggestion to propose would not be valid in this situation. I mean, if you so theoretically, if you were not married to your lovely, lovely wife, you proposing to her and her marrying you. What if I proposed to, to Amaria? Would that even you could because 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 well, the interest the inv- and the the the, and the 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 goal here is to get Romario up here. Right? Yeah, it's Minnesota, so you definitely could propose to Romario, right? And you'd be be totally fine. However, that'd be polygamy, so you have to divorce your wife, which I'm guessing no, would be okay happen. with that yeah. if you know for specific circumstances. Take one um, for the team. Is getting what getting Romario Abara uh, up back into the Minnesota United fold would. Be a thing that I think would. Make I, I, I would. I would be. I would be legendary, right? If that's you. That. You would be legendary. David Martin, do you have any things <laughs> to say about that? No, man. I think uh, I only like people who look like me. That's my political. <laughs> that's, that's my political. Yeah. Stance. This, is, this is why. This is why this podcast is so uh, wildly popular. Let's talk about <laughs> what's. Let's talk about defenders. Defenders. All right. Um, this is actually probably the best part of the team this year, in my estimation. Um, Very strong. Uh, I mean, we had, we did have Francis, and and this is all saying we had Francisco Cabo for like a third of the year mm-hmm. on our team, and I, and, and, I, is, and I can't remember any of that. And this so. is still probably the best part of our season, the defenders. Um, also, uh, Michael Parra, defender of the year in my estimation. Mm-hmm. Michael Boxall, Romain Metnier, Chase Gasper, uh, Baby Brent uh, Coleman, uh, William WMT. I'm just gonna say WMT. Uh, White Amosberg and Carter Manley. Um, Manley played some games for us. He didn't play a ton. Um, so what do we think about the defenders of this year? David Martin. Amsberg got zero appearances with a, in actual MLS play. So That's right. So that's fewer than you want. Yeah. Um, if you're Amsberg, Manley got one, put in a full 90 minutes, and he got his ass widened. So no good. Coleman was... I, I, he's another guy that I think of like Lieben Larry Ullman. I think he's a good squad rounder outer. Uh, and I think that's where he's at. I, I don't fear it when he comes out of the field. Like, oh, God damn it. Now they're going to hit us there and they're going to you know get it in every time. Um, but he's not elite in my book. Um, goddamn drug fiend is what he is. Um, 
Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Take that back. Take that back. Walk that back, buddy. Uh, you didn't walk back the time when you said you wanted to hit your own child in the face. Yeah, exactly. If you can't, say, if you, you can't, can't take you can't that, that joke, then you okay. Um, so <laughs> I was so Martin on this one. Let's, let's talk about so, and then finally Calvo, you know, uh, on on the bottom of the barrel oh, there. Um, there were still times when we thought like, okay, actually, Calvo is now a fullback, not a center back, and Calvo could be a good piece of this defense because he can do something he's better at, which is getting forward, getting involved in the offense. Didn't pan out because he couldn't play both ways. Uh, at best, he's doing one of those things only uh, and often not doing either of them very well. Uh, so, so, so the other ones, Metanier was a revelation. Um, I, I, th- I don't think, it, as, as um, Cal wants to point out, I don't think that Metanier's crosses are the problem. I don't think he's a bad crosser, but we have game plans that end up requiring him to hit 4,000 crosses, and I don't think that's a very good game plan. Let's, uh, can we talk about that for a second? Because I We uh, are. Apparently we're going to, so yeah. go ahead and take it over. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, when so Cal had the, that, you know, random uh, Twitter thread thing. And, the myth and, of romance. Oh, wait, there's and a Twitter the, the, thread? There was, there was a whole I thing. I must have missed this. Yeah, and uh, basically he, a whole thing. he said there was a myth of Romain Metonier's crosses being bad, and I call I, I literally I fucking called him out. And I'm like, I have not talked to one, one fucking person who said that Romain Metonier's crosses are bad. Yeah, correct. Like the 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 bad part is that the fact that we rely on them so much and that we have nobody to actually fucking head the ball in. Correct. And I, and I'm, I made the the probably the slight. Uh, it was a joke, but it was also slightly true uh, of. Calling out Cal Williams for gaslighting uh, Minnesota United soccer fans because he seems to think Minnesota soccer fans are fucking stupid and think that because crosses aren't working, it's Romain Mettenier's fault. And um, he did the typical like white dude thing where he's like, I've talked to people after matches who complain about Romain Mettenier. I'm like, I've literally, I've literally heard from no one, no one, and I talk to people yeah. who who know soccer, um, and who follow None of soccer us apparently, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and talk about soccer like for either a living or um, recreationally, like me and you, Martin. I'm a recreational um, user. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we, I think we generally know soccer, and I've not heard a single fucking person say. No. That Romain Bentner's crosses are the problem. Oh, but you should, shouldn't be called upon to hit so many. Um, yeah, I mean, my def- and and so and so, and so I, I I called him. I was like, I, like stop gaslighting your fucking fan base, man. Did and you, he, did he you actually get blocked. Res- he actually responded. No, he responded to me. Okay. He's like, I'm not gaslighting. I I've, I've he said he literally said, I've talked to people after matches about this, and I'm like, well then you're they're, they're, then they're fucking idiots. And I responded to him. I was like, they're fucking idiots. And like. The problem is not the crosses. The problem is, 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 the, is the plan that yep. we're always crossing. And yep. he's like, he responded to that. He's like, I don't think the plan is that we're always crossing. I'm there when we're talking about stuff. I'm like, well, then you, then I didn't, I didn't respond to that because I said, I would have said, then you're the fucking idiot because. <laughs> Do it a lot. Um, but de- defensively is real strong. Uh, he's still good getting oh, forward. Yeah. Uh, I think he had a better partnership with some folks than other. I, I think he had a better partnership with Ethan Finley than, for instance, he did with uh, uh, Molino or anybody else we want to slot in there. Yeah, good thing we keep running out everybody other than Ethan Finley on the right-hand side. <laughs> it's, he, I, you know, it's, I mean, it's absolutely such a, um, such a lazy Susan of uh, attacking midfielders that we would just kind of spin and choose from. Um, and it, it, I never quite 
got I don't feel like I ever quite got my uh, my grasp around here's what our best attacking uh, midfield uh, situation is formation players and why and how we're going to use them it just it was a new one every time and they excelled at different things and they failed at different things and I just never got my mind around it I guess I don't know I guess that's why I don't get paid very much to do this um it's true the uh last I'll, I'll be real quick because i know i've talked a lot um opara we've we've said a lot about opara Ex- year, excellence obviously. uh what we haven't talked about as much as boxall couple uh, like a couple of important things uh, uh by the statistics boxall did some great things this year uh intangibly raised his hand after he had a huge fuck up early in the season against toronto and said i fucked up and that's going to haunt me and i want to get better he, he took exactly the kind of accountability that oftentimes we see passed around so much by the front office and, and this team in general. No, he took it on him sh- his own shoulders and said, I'm going to get better and I'm going to do better. And he fucking did. When he came back, he, he, he was solid. He ended up playing, I think, um, 30 games, 32 games. That, you don't know. So, so he stayed healthy. He was a consistent presence there. Um, and uh, he got good. He got better as the season went yeah. on. Um, felt good about him playing there. Good on Boxall. Ar- arguably one of – like. You know, made made an argument for himself for uh, best eleven of the year. Like after that Toronto game, like yeah, you're right. He did fuck up, and he and he admitted that that yeah. was that was the whole point. Yeah, and he took two games off, um, and he came back. He was, yeah, he's a fucking stalwart. Yep, the entire time. Loved it. I really, I really looking forward to seeing what he does with uh, Zlatan uh, this weekend. So I mean, I mean, for me, like I've been, and it's been documented that I'm not the happiest Boxall fan just sure. because he was able to, you know, because his squad ended up playing Peru for in order to qualify <laughs> for the, so it's for a situation. the World Cup, right? It's a situational <laughs> okay. thing. Right? So like I have this like already, you know, embedded in, in embedded dislike for for for, for the Kiwi. Uh, it's a fucking uh, xenophobic racist podcast. The hell? <laughs> no, I mean it's just, it's Man, just it's, normally it's I'm the one that says all the racist. Yeah, normally you're the racist <laughs> one, not <laughs> everybody else. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What, what, what power are we? Are we? Are we? <laughs> are we overpowering people? My thing is that he, for me, is the most improved player this year. I'll give him that award. Okay. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And so that 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 is my thing. And for me to admit that is to me to admit that my 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 grievances with him. Now he did. For for as you all mentioned, when he messed up against Toronto and he was able to call it on himself, and the fact that when he missed that uh, goal opportunity against in the Open Cup, he was able to step up and to the He has been solid, and 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 I have to admit, one of my favorite things this season has been celebrating boxer goals, right? Because it's like watching American football when you when when they hand off the ball to the big to the big to the big linesman and he's able to score right yeah. a touchdown. It's like, in, it's, yeah. it's like it's one of those things you don't see too often, yeah. uh, and it, and it was great to to be able to celebrate all his goals. Yeah. Right? I love I love it when he goes on a break all because because exactly, you can tell right, right, he's doing it he's doing it, right? it there he goes <laughs> how like, far is he gonna get cheering it on right like because you because. And that and that's become part of of, of this uh, this team's attacking, uh, shall we say, um, you know, sec- secret, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sec- <laughs> or, or secret weapon, right? Yeah, yeah. Watch Boxel take it out of the ball and watch the defensive midfields and watch this yeah. and run the defensive players trying to figure out who should cover him because yeah. he's he's adding an extra. And and and, and granted to him. That strategy has worked out more to his benefit mm-hmm. than anywhere, right? Because yeah. he was able to not only assist, but it was able to score goals, and, and and good for him, right? I mean, the the the, the tying goal that he scored off a header at the back of his head against, uh, um, I believe, it was Seattle, right? Um, yeah, 
yeah was was just one of those things you're like okay well you know you got to celebrate that and you yeah. got to give him kudos mm-hmm. so most improved player on this team totally totally deserves that award and I will yeah. give it to him and I'll eat crow on on my early I think that I did not want him to be started 11 but now I do I think right. I think his 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 chemistry between Opara and Metanier um, is, is probably one of one of the best that we've seen um, this this season in MLS and I think uh, he deserves the credit for that, and he deserves the accolades that he that he's that he's getting so far. Yeah, so. good, cool. We weren't we weren't giving him most improved player of the year award, but yeah, I guess I am. I think he wins. I think he wins it. it. Um, so I'm sequitur here. Uh, so when we were moving uh, from our kid from Children's to Minneapolis, uh, we're making a list of things that we needed. Like that I need to pick up from the house. We went to the house and. Uh, I have a uh, I have a uh, Acer Chromebook. It's white, mm-hmm. and um, I told my I told my wife as we're as we're like is it is it oppressive white right yeah, yeah. It, very much oppressive. Um, but, uh, I, I was telling my wife I was like, remind me to pick up the white power cord, <laughs> and <laughs> and she and I was like no 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 <laughs> too late, power too late, cord too late. come out white and she's like no i already wrote i wrote she's like i already wrote down white power cord so yeah so um if, there, if you have you any know, martin you're totally right we're just, we're just totally yeah. i mean listen totally like, the other I'm, way on i'm this like podcast. yeah if, if i'm the i'm the least racist person on this podcast right mm-hmm. now so <laughs> wow, uh, wow all right and, and you took the power to i do did that. i yeah. did i just did so let's talk about uh so we got a couple other places to talk about um front office player management so let's talk about adrian heath Let's talk about Manny. Let's talk about Amos. Um, what do we think about how they've been this year? David Martin, you seem like you have something to say. Because um, I, have, I so also I th- have thoughts. So I think um, I, I, I still don't love uh, Heath from a man management standpoint. I, I, I will never decipher it. So does this include um, in-game stuff? Or sure. are we just yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, meta? Yeah. So I, I, I have the front office broken off into like player management and like the non-player management stuff. So yes. Yeah. So if it's if it's in game, I I I believe Heath's substitution strategy isn't scrutable. Uh, I think, but but that's and 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 I also think I, he trots out formation. You throw out a four three three at the end of the year. I, my eyes rolled all the way back looking at my. I mean, brain. I can't see them because you're always wearing your sunglasses. But it's because I'm cool as fuck. Generally, but um, but that said, I think also that Heath did a better job this year than he's done either of his other two years. And I don't just mean by the results. I think that um, he did more to hold players accountable when they needed to be held accountable. Boxall didn't play that game after he made that huge fuck up. Calvo ended up actually getting dished. Um, that's so, not, I'm not now. Before you cut me off. Don't pre- don't pretend that I just said he made no fucking mistakes and that you can't think of a single example. That's not what I said. I said he was improved. Uh, I'm just going to say like Calvo w- was suspended and that is when we had our best match of the early part of the season when Calvo was literally sitting in the fucking press box and then he came back and then it was, was he was actually in the press shit. box? I don't I don't know where he was. But we, but who the fuck cares? Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> but we but but we dealt him. Uh, he he was generally that, overall he was held much to Adrian's. Uh, you're just you guessing. It could be. It might not be. You're guessing because I you mean, don't like him. You're just asshole, going to assume that's what it is. Well, I'm, I'm just gonna assume that asshole like like asshole thing. <laughs> the, you so. you could not have done more than get rid based of the fucking facts. guy. I can't go back in time and facts. say it was because of this. I, I mean, can't I've, go back I've in time. Watch, I've watched I've watched him coach for three years. 
No, I, I think the, the, th- the thing that you have to look at is the first two years, we, uh, Adrian Heath did not have a squad that perhaps was the squad that we currently have now, right? And so, well, like, when if he, he says he has better players, I mean, he's right. Right. Of course right. he's right. Right. So, like, if, if, if we would have had the same the, the starting 11 that we have now at the beginning of, the, of, of this three-year plan, like, where would we be now? That's the, that's, that would well, be the I, question. I, that's what I'm trying to say is, is I think that he did the other things better this year than he's done them in the past years. Um, yes, he still is a guy who has his favorites and stuff, but I think that he tended to do better to ride a hot hand and to – um, uh, uh, to, to, to move guys aside where they really needed to be moved aside, whether it was because genuinely of attitude or performance, not perfect, but I think he did better this year than he had in the past. That's the kind of thing that would have bit us right in the ass no matter what squad we had in 2017, for instance. There's guys in 2017, y- you could not have fucked his mom in front of him to get your, t- your way off the team because he loved you and you're just always going to get that time. Um, and I feel like that was diminished this year substitutions are still inscrutable. I think he did better with lineups and formations and tactics this year. Not perfect. There are still times when you trot out a 4-3-3 where you're like, my God in heavens, never worked. Maybe it'll work once. But he also had games that were master strokes, like the LAFC game. Um, so I, I think he was improved. I still don't love him. I still think we'd be better off with uh, a replacement coach. I, I, I think that he's probably a step below replacement value you know, in the league. But... Um, you can only play in, play in the games you have with the players that you have, and he did that in, in his fourth place, so we'll just all, right. all have to live with it for another two years. So with, with a home playoff game, do you, do you believe that Heath deserves a one- or two-year extension? Um, do I think he deserves it? Yeah. Uh, or do I think he'll get it? Well, either or, right? Um, he didn't. No, he didn't. He does. Well, okay. He, the, he does deserves. He, does nothing. he get one? Does he get one? Um, I don't. Th- I, I don't personally think he deserves it. My, my personal take on it is that he's done. Um, he has done enough this year to not stand in the way of the players that he's gotten, but he didn't take a bad squad and make them better than the sum of their parts, nor did he take a good squad and bring it to an elite squad. At best, he's a guy who can get out of the way of the talent of the players he already has. I don't think he can. He's not like Bruce Arena who can take shit and mold it into something modestly respectable. He's not. And, but will he get it? Yes, he will. Two years. And, and no. It'll be at least two years, probably three years. If if he has really if he, three years, you if, think he, three if years? he has a decent agent, yes, it'll be three years. It's all it, I know it, is I want Robin Lude's agent. That's all I want. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Um. Oh, I forgot my entire fucking point. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, I'm sorry. so happy about that. It's okay. That's no, fine. <laughs> um. Oh. Were uh, there non Heath things that we want to talk about? No. With the front no. Office so. Oh, it was kind of related to that. So. So Adrian Heath, um, and I agree with you, uh, David. I think he is definitely going to get an extension. It's going to be three years. It's going to be at like whatever the minimum salary for uh, managers are in MLS because Dr. Bill's a cheapskate, um, and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Adrian Heath. <laughs> it's easy to say that with somebody who spent like two hundred fifty million dollars on a. Well, yeah, but he's a cheapskate when it comes to like actually paying people to do shit, right, and right. Uh, and. Because fucking Adrian Heath lives on fucking land, in in a house that fucking Doctor Bill Doctor Bill <laughs> owns. Does, yeah, so it's, it's it's very incestuous. Yeah, it, it's yeah. so he's so, paying himself in rent. Is that what he's doing? So yeah, so he might get he might it might be a two year contract extension, but I'm guessing it's gonna be three years. It's gonna be like, probably like a year to year thing, sort of like where there's incentive bonuses and and things like that built in. But um, either way, so you're um, pretty much saying this is, I, this I think is the I, best I, gig. Adrian Heath can get. Oh, absolutely. 
fuck yeah oh yeah absolutely um get on dr bill's good side best 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 yeah, possible you're made, thing you yeah. do yeah um does does adrian heath deserve to be this coach uh the manager of this team for another year two years three years no 100 percent no and I don't even care if they make it to the fucking like Western Conference Finals. Like, this man oversaw two of the worst years in in MLS soccer history. Yep. Right, and mm-hmm. and he um, went out of his way at the beginning of this year after he had had some success to basically like to throw everybody else under yeah. the bus. Yeah. And that's that's not acceptable. That's just mm-hmm. for me. As someone who I, who I want to manage my my soccer team, my, my, my the, the thing I care about the most in my life, outside of my wife and my kid, um, to just be so fucking slapdash with it, yeah, is unacceptable. And yeah. he's 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 he has no humility. He's a dick. Like literally, I've met the guy multiple times. He's an asshole. He's a fucking asshole. And I listen. I'm a fucking asshole. I get it. I understand. But I'm not like a forward facing. Uh, steward of the fucking club of the thing that i <laughs> care about right like i'm just yeah. a dick who has yeah, a podcast yeah. right yeah. like i can be an asshole and it's fine generally i'm trying I, I will try not to be an asshole to you if you if you come up and say hello because you know me from the podcast great awesome i will <laughs> i will i will give you a hug um buy me a beer if you buy me a beer even better um but i'm not gonna be a fucking asshole this guy is a fucking ass he, this guy was a fucking asshole to me multiple times multiple times and I just don't understand. I just don't understand how he gets a fucking pass from so many goddamn people who who know, who know all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. They know this. They know he's a dick. They know he doesn't care about people. They know he is... Well, being an asshole has nothing to do with your coaching ability or your I don't, whether but, you should but be retained. But here's the thing, David Martin. I yes, I get it. Right. I I also coached high school wrestling for five years. Um, I I was an asshole as a coach, but I also knew like when to like tone it down, bring people in, mm-hmm. talk to people, how to do all. Like I I I was, and I was a fucking high school wrestling coach. Yeah. Like, there's not a there's there's like, kind of a high school wrestling beat in like the Pioneer Press. For like St. Mm-hmm. Paul wrestling, there's not a big one, but there's like people who call you and ask you for things, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, this guy's a fucking coach of an MLS fucking squad. He thinks he's fucking coaching Everton, mm-hmm. and Everton is also shit, by the way. Let's put it, put put that out there. Everton's also shit, by the way. Sorry, Newcastle also kind of shit, <laughs> but. Uh, Hey, hey! They're not. They're we not. We have sh- not been relegated yet. They're so. not. They're not as we're shit. Still, as, we're still in. We're still in. They're not as shit as Everton. Um. So, I. I he just. He has like this air of 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 impossibility that, really, just continues to blow my mind every single time I hear him talk because he doesn't seem to have any sort of humility, uh, about it about how how much he's fucking sucked for two and a half years. Yes, he had a half year where he was great. He was amazing. But he sucked for two and a half years yeah, before that. All Anyways. I got to say on Heath is the following thing. Um, great coaches are able to do miracle work with uh, any kind of players that they get. And the fact that Heath was only able to be successful with a, you know, after in, in the third year plan with the players that he was able to get. You know, it speaks to the fact that, you know, 
even you know like a Robin Frazier with the way that he was willing to do with Colorado or a Bruce Arena what he was willing to do in New England those are those, those are those, those are those are coaches that are able to to be able to take what a player can offer and, and and put it to their advantage and build them up as well so all right not a skill that he uh, excels at if he excels at something let's, so. well, let's talk about the front office then the front office not not the player side the the actual like and I, S- I, sales I, marketing I actually have some thoughts about this too as I, well no, I believe I, that I like my I like my rep guy can is you that, can, okay? can you guys yeah, both talk, rep? talk about it first ticker rep guy yeah, yeah. Um, talk about your ticker rep guy what is he what does he what does he do is he good no he maybe he calls me he he answers my questions he doesn't give me the run around we we you know I like my rep guy that's what I'm what can yeah, I say I have, you a, know? I have a good rep too yeah. um I think I think. Um, do you go to? Do you actually come to games though, or? I come to about a third of them. <laughs> yeah, which is good though because I actually I actually lean on Ellen because um, like I'll ask questions that everybody else knows the obvious answer to, and I'll just be like, "Look, I don't even know. I don't want to fucking figure it out. Can you just do this?" Like I'll just text her, and I'll be like, "Look, I I do not have time to figure out this shit. Just tell me what I need to do. Send me the link to the button I got to press. Don't give a shit. Just figure it out." And she's like, "I get it. Sure." Um, she doesn't have to. I don't have to treat her like a fucking butler, but I do because I, I honestly cannot right. pay attention I mean, to every I think, fucking I think, thing. I think the thing too is for my rep Matthew. I mean, he's been, he's 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 gotten a bat to me for a couple of things, explain a couple of things when I have questions. Like calls me back when I'm like when he knows I need I need to have a, a conversation about certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, like and it's gone bad to me. Like you know, uh, I don't know if I'm I'm ratting him out, but like you know, he gave me some of his tickets to be able to take some of my extra family members oh, on a short it. notice, right? Yeah, he that's was cool. Using, not, might not be in the same section, regardless, right? Was able to extend that, and, and that's the customer service thing that you're looking for. Yeah, right? yeah. I just want someone to be a decent human being and understand where I come from, and mm-hmm. my rep guy is willing to do that. Yeah, and that's as far as my interaction has been with like that side of the front office aspect yeah. of it. Um, I think uh, I think marketing is done reasonably well. I think. Um, um, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah. here's where All we right. come with that shh mm-hmm. part, right? I don't know. Go ahead, Martin. Go ahead. You. you, you. I I don't. Come I on, don't, tell it. I don't love the say shush thing, but I still I still am baffled by people's um, a- anxious hatred of it. I think that, that hatred and angst is several. It's it's not even a ton of people. I think it's very specific people. And I think it's, um, the whole fucking point of that campaign was not, I think it was geared at very specific people. Right. Um, you, you get, you have fucking Minnesota soccer teams, like, like girls and, and boys soccer teams doing the, f- the whole fucking thing. The say shit campaign. That's not, that. that's not the fucking point of the whole thing. Like it, it's not, and and I have, I don't know. I just have so many words. I just I can't. I really, I literally we, can't. We, I, we need I'm a Patreon also frustrated. Yes, may have mm. to do a Patreon podcast for that one. But um, I also I ultimately think it is it, it's fucking childish, and uh, and regressive for what they're trying to do. Right? They're trying to build soccer culture in Minnesota. That's that's their job, right? Like. That's the only. That's the only job they have, is building soccer culture in Minnesota, is what Minnesota United has. And when they do, as as uh, as 
good of a sentiment as it is, which is like Minnesotans don't care about everybody else, but we do our own shit and we do our well, and which is a very Minnesotan thing, and that's totally fine. To, to bring it to that level and to and to incorporate the the fucking three quotes they did at the beginning of that, if they just did that that commercial with Slug, uh, and just didn't have those quotes ahead of it, totally fine. I'd be totally fine with it. But the fact that they like drop those extra time quotes into uh, into an ad about people not like respecting Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Fuck that bullshit, man. Like, fuck you. If you don't, if you are a person who is from Minnesota and you are so sensitive that you, that people, that people don't respect Minnesota, get the fuck out of Minnesota. Period. Sorry. All yep. right, Martin. Chime in. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I said my opinion. I, um, I don't love it. Um, I, I, I don't think that they're, I, I think it's misguided to think that, um, that, that people doubt us or, or anything like that. But, like, how few things do you have in your life to give a shit about that this causes so much uh, specific passion and uh, negative anxiety for people? I don't know. Um, but one that, thing, but that, that, that's one thing, and I have, I have a lot of time. So apparently, I, <laughs> apparently, I don't yeah. have time for it. Like, like, yeah, I, 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 for this I don't, I don't really yeah, love it, and that's fucking it. That's that's where my thoughts about it stopped. The only time I've thought about it since the very first time they unveiled it is when people keep asking my fucking opinion about it. I don't care. Most people don't care. Find something you care about. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, but are there other front office things we should be talking? Exactly. About? I mean, let's let's move on to that one. I mean, ultimately, like, so this, so what? Yes, we're talking about this front office it, from not just this perspective, but from yeah. the, the the general perspective. Um, this, and we we talked about this at the very beginning of the of the first season. This front office, uh, the marketing side, did a shit job of letting people know about Minnesota United. Right? Yeah, first year was rough. Yeah. And I mean, I saw they had a they had a block party yesterday on Nicolette in front of Target, and like there was like they I saw pictures. There was like fucking fifteen people there. So I love I love uh, all of the marketing people for this team. I'm I'm good friends with a lot of them, um, and the ticket reps and, and people like that. And and I know they're trying their best, but it seems like they're just trying really hard at the wrong. In the wrong ways, in the wrong directions. Um, this team, like, there was there was a very big gap in in like teams being good in Minnesota, like men's teams being good in Minnesota uh, for the last three years, and this team did nothing, almost nothing, to capitalize on that at all, as far as I'm concerned. I felt like there was a presence, I, but I, I think it's so hard for any of the three of us to, know, to know what it looks like outside of the bubble. Sure. We're surrounded no, I think by it's it. Valid. Yeah. I don't have, I honestly, I, pro- I probably couldn't even tell you that you're wrong or right. Cause I, objectively I have no objectivity. Should have I'm fucking uh, surrounded should by have it. someone from the, the team come on this podcast and talk about it. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. sure I, they would love that. I, I, you know, I, I know some, I know some people on in the, in the front office staff who might be able to give okay. us some clarity. Drag them on. on. <laughs> so, yeah. Drag them on. Yeah, we, we have I, to like, I, we have, we have to pre-screen, pre-screen questions, but okay. you have to vet out. people, right? Is that what you're going to do? Well, they, they probably want to like look at our questions before we actually ask them. You good? And, yeah. we, and, like, like, and we, have like, jer- we might have jerky sitting in it. Right. In a, in right. A so you have to oh master God. voice. Yeah. You so. have to master voice so you can't identify. I mean, if you someone, yeah. Yeah. If someone wants to do that, like we could, we could probably make that happen, right? We could probably mask voices. Yeah. 
We could totally do that. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, not many people know. I just yeah. masked my voice. You masked your voice. And on the was. spot, too. It's like, you didn't even have to press in a button. post. Yeah. No, so, I did that So, I think, I mean, the, the other big... So, the big thing we were talking about last year was, like, is this front office, player-wise, like, functional? Right? Like, they had brought in a shit ton of people. None of them worked. Um their entire like first year almost none of them worked and so now so now it's thinking back like to this year so what 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 is our grade for, for the front office for three years a three-year grade a three-year grade why do we have to based on all they've done well, do, do you want it to be a three-year grade for this one because you feel like they did a really good job this year and you need to be negative about it no, I'm just every other thing was this year, and now this has to be three years. No, it, but it's a, it's no, it's a matter of like they're Are doing you just things. Playing off the three-year right? plan, and, thing? and they have they said yeah, exactly. They said they have fucking three-year plan. Yeah, the, so they, they have a three-year plan. So what is our grade of the front office after three-year plan? Uh, if it has to be take all three years into account, then C minus. The average C minus. They swung and missed at a lot of pitches in the first two years. I was going to say D plus, but that was okay. Was well, we're not too far off. They, and the, and then in the third year, they did pretty damn well. Yeah, I think that the, I mean, I think this last year. I mean, you you think about it. You have two contenders for rookie of the year, whether they wherever they place, for third and fourth or yeah. third and fifth, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. You have a, a candidate for goalie of the year. You have a candidate for a defender of the year. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, those are. I mean, that that's a pretty good mm-hmm. lineup. You, and like you, you add guys year, like Greg Goosh and Alonso. Was, those are you know, huge. The only bright spot to the draft was was a runner-up rookie of the year, Don Lottie, right? Mm-hmm. And that was, and yeah. who now is not that player that we saw at, at that at that point. Yeah. So. The only player I can think of that they 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 just definitively and it, it could still change over time, but I think you can really say they swung and missed on was Lud. Um, Chacon. He he played a game. We don't know. I mean, it's weird that they didn't play him, but you can hardly say that, that he was I mean, a bad that's, guess. That's kind of the fucking point. I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that he's well, not. That's, he's that's not a different bad. question. I think. Just, well, I'm saying I'm saying like like the first two no, years they, they, got, they got, signed him. The the front the fucking front office signed him. You're right. They fucked up. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying they they fucked up. I I just think that they made a signing for him, and it's it's just it's always really fucking weird how much. Adrian just wants to play with his new toys and then just, like, disregards them. Like, Chacon was the great example. Robin Lou is a great example. Like, puts like drops them into, like, the most, like, high-intensity pressure situations. And it's like, okay, succeed. Do better. Um, I think and I think that is, that's actually a failing of the fucking front office. I don't think that is – I think this front office deserves, like, a D at best. At best. Yes, they nailed, like, five signings this uh past winter right like mm-hmm. with uh Chacon and or sorry with uh, uh Manone and Opara and Alonso and Gregoosh um nailed the they nailed the draft for some reason which is not a thing that like anybody ever does but I mean literally like this team put fucking I mean Vadim Demidov was your fucking captain All right. the first year and 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 sorry Rodrigo you can't not you you can't disregard that like you can't you, you so you want to give them all the good credit for the last year cool great but they need to like also carry 
the weight of the shit that they fucked up in the first uh, several I, I don't, years, I don't disagree. including Demidoff, mm-hmm. including Calvo. Yeah. Calvo was a, a fucking disaster for this team for two and a half years, and you need they they need to carry that weight as well. Sorry. No, I think you know year one D, um, year two C minus at best, and then who do they bring in? in like Darwin. Is you like too. That, I think Darwin. Is, is I that, think Darwin that, puts you over uh, over the edge to be able to make you an uh, okay. uh, 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 below you know average team. And I think in and I think with the signings and then you also had Dunlady as your as your rookie rookie of the year contender because he came number two um, uh, over uh, under uh, Greshel. Um So then that then you then this year you you uh, I think migrated between a uh, a B and a B plus. Just of what what they were able to do with their signings and 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 through the draft, right? And I think that's that that's overall what what my grades would be individually for the for this three year plan. But I don't I I still don't don't think that there's you know I think one of my main things that I I am still waiting to see progress is is how this um, how this organization addresses. Um, the need of, commu- uh, of of their community needs. Um, I, I, so I think I think uh, a B plus is aggressive because I think you're thinking of all the great signings that we had this this off season. Um, B plus for year and, three and not and not the, the the shitty signings. So like Robin Lude was not he's whatever whatever he ultimately ends up being. He's not what. We were told he is. Um, Chacon, same thing. He's not what we were told. He, again, kids eighteen. Well, I mean, I think I think it's too early to, to I, talk so about I, so Chacon. I, but I th- but I think but I think um, giving but giving them a B plus for that is 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 a, I I, I think that's just aggressive. Honestly, like either if Chacon and Lude just I mean Lude's clearly like not uh, playing up to par, and if Chacon is a bust and we spent you know three million dollars on Chacon. Then this is this is a this is a, a C plus uh, off season, honestly. So, um, yeah. Sorry. No, agree to disagree. That's what we're that's doing. Fair. So that's fine. Let's let's talk about. So we have a couple other things. Um, so we have let's talk about the regular season. Let's talk about the Open Cup. Let's talk about the Open Cup first. Um, we made a run in the Open Cup, which Yay, is great. It's awesome. Yeah. And me and Martin went down to Atlanta to mm-hmm. watch the final. Which is also great for, you know, the experience a, a, is great. A short hot period of, <laughs> yeah, of, of awesomeness. Um, so we, I, I've been at, like arguing and advocating for Heath not being the coach of this team again forever, and uh, I think my guess is that he secured his uh, job with like just getting to the Open Cup final. I, don't, I, I think if nothing else would have happened, if they would have ma- if not missed, if they would like missed out on the playoffs. He probably would have kept his job. Um, but so let's talk about the Open Cup. Um, we finally took it serious. Yeah, I, we definitely took it seriously. Um, we got you know some people will say that we that, that we lucked out because we played every home game that we could play until of course the final. Um, and we went down to Houston and played Houston in Houston. Did we? Yes. Was that a, was yes, that a road we, game? Yeah, we, went, we, we went to Houston and beat Houston down there. Oh, Houston sucks, We got lucky too. in Houston. So, so, I mean, Houston does suck. So, so the, and, and, that, and that's the other part of it. Until until we hit Portland, we had 
a relatively easy walk of it uh, right. in terms who, of the who teams knew that were playing. Kansas City was going to be this poor, yeah. that bad. But, but, but that's the thing. You can only win the games that you play. You, you can't fault the team and say, well, it didn't really count because the uh, just because we had easy teams. We took care of business in each of those games. When we finally played um, the Timbers, we did what we needed to do against the Timbers. Um, so And then in the final... I think a confusing lineup choice there, um, but but um, Atlanta's a good team, and sometimes you go to Atlanta on the road against Atlanta, they're going to do that to you. So it was a really good run. Um, I, I don't know if that made or broke Heath's uh, job or anything. It, it, that's not the way I guess I chose to think about it, but uh, it was a hell of a run. It's, you should feel nothing but good about it. I, I think the one thing that secured Heath's uh, extension was just overall just clinching a playoff spot. Like, like I think as as the as the season progressed, right, and we knew that we were actually a decent team, much yeah, better yeah. than the previous two years, mm-hmm. then the expectations were the expectations of ha- of making to the playoffs became home playoff game. Yeah, yeah. If you if you are get to that, then you then then you then you in some way satisfy and um satis- satisfy the the reason for you to be able to be uh, the the head coach for probably the next year. Or two years, and if it's a th- and if it becomes being a three year with like, if if he sucks the first year, two years, you know, just mm-hmm. just 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 cuts it off, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I and overall, I mean, like for me, I was not the biggest Open Cup um, uh, fan, and I'm proud of and I'm happy for the people who were able to 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 get behind that and to be able to uh, attend the game, and because mm-hmm. a, a final is a final, regardless yeah, yeah. of what it is. Uh, but like for me, my my my, my long long uh, long season plan was like home playoff. Mm-hmm. First it was playoffs, then home playoffs. Yeah, kind of move the to bar to be able to, to. That was that was the end goal, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's that's what you needed to do. And then for me, is when 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 that playoffs were be able to be secured, that I knew that at least um, Heath uh, was able to justify um, an, an extension for the, for this team. And I think yeah. that's what it ends up being you know the the point for for him i mean i think he's he's Im, he's improved but i think that has a lot to do a lot with the with the uh the players that he has around this time mm-hmm. right like if again if he had the same players that we had back in year one of this three-year plan uh where would we be right yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah that, that, that 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 that's that's my concern so so if you had to if you had to um sum up the regular season in one sentence what would that sentence be i'm putting on the spot here but this is kind of our capper to the discussion of the season what or 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 you can do jeff reuter's fucking eight words if you can come up with it on the fly and zeller you can get in on this too we're uh in one season recap this this season in one sentence it doesn't have to be eight words man you're thinking about this way too hard I'm a, I'm a poet. I'm a writer. I kind of like when you give me a task of like getting oh, th- words. I kind of have to. I thought that was your out. sentence. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I, I know we, we, we got more lucky than good. We got more lucky than good. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that is very poetic. <laughs> very I don't know if that's eight words, but I think that's close. Uh, okay. Um, Adrian Heath must go now. Okay. I, <laughs> period. Okay. Exclamation uh, point. Uh. Colon. Okay. Uh, whatever the thing is. You mean semicolon? Semicolon, like the winky. Yeah, okay, whatever yeah. the winky thing is. Yeah. All the all the uh, punctuation. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, I'll call it um, a great start. 
um, there, there's work to do. Uh, just because I, I, I think I've, I think I'm moderate about, you know, I try to take the good and the bad that happens with the team, but um, they could, so they, they added a ton of great players this year. They've got some really good young players. Um, there's some positions that they still need to figure out. Uh, but I feel like, I feel really good going into next year. So, I do. question. Yeah. Um, if, if for some reason, uh, one, a U.S. men's national team coach is 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 relieved of his duties. <laughs> Would you take that that coach? Why is that the only fucking thing to talk about? Because why because, is it? Anyway, how because, can there be nothing what, else going on? The, because we because we fucking lost to Canada last night, and literally. So what? My, so my wife, hold on, hold on, Rodrigo, hold 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 the fuck on. Let me let me see for a second. Um, sorry, I'm a, I'm a white guy yelling at a, at a, at a, a non-white guy. It's very aggressive, and I'm sorry. Um, Can you but, loop that? Hold the fuck But on my uh, – yeah, yes, please do. My wife had never seen the like, – my wife has never seen the U.S. lose to Canada. She's like, oh. 1985. Oh, the last time that happened, she's like, I wasn't even alive. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm old. Now, that I, makes I, me old. Yes. Made me, it made me realize how fucking old I am. So – I'm sorry. I'm 1978. Sorry. I'm sorry, Rodrigo. That was not, it was aggressive and I, it was not cool. But honestly, like, but would you take Greg Verhalter over Adrian Heath? No. Oh, okay. I, 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 I would, um, I, you know, I mean, I think there's, there's, there's this pretty pool. I mean, I could take, I take a Robin Frazier over Adrian Heath and okay. Verhalter. Well, yeah, but like, he's not he's not available. Well, but I mean, Greg you, you said coach. I mean, you Greg, didn't say available. You said coach. Greg Berhalter will probably be available relatively soon, I, theoretically. You know, I mean, I think if we if we if you're gonna get into this whole Canada business thing, it's like, do you know, in the United States, in order I, in order to be able really to to, to go up, you need to be able to 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 go to go down, okay. right? And, and and this whole thing has been up and down, and and Berhalter has been testing his players and just working to figure out. He's been trying to. Install a system that he that he that he that he believes in, right? And his players are trying to get behind that. And and you know you lose against Canada, fine. I mean that's no, it's that's, not that's fine. No, I mean yeah, it, it's going it's going to happen, right? It's going to happen. You lost against no, Tobago, and it shouldn't. Ha- no, I agree, it should not happen, but it did happen, right? And it's like and and that, and that's the thing. So how do you bounce back from that until the next end? These are all away games that we played. Now, when they come and play at home, that's a whole different deal, right? So when Peru loses to Bolivia, you're like, "Oh, that was totally fine." Peru has lost, lost, lost to Bolivia before, you know. And you're like, you're like, "Oh, that's totally." I mean, Peru, that's, Peru, that's totally fine. That's in a friendly, thing that in a friendly, Peru tied Uruguay. Yeah. Do you, do you know Do you know what the Slack channel for the Minnesota football show is right between me and Pablo? Or whatever. Or, I mean, like, I'm like Chile. I have no idea, but I would love to be in that Chile, Slack channel. Chile, will, Chile. Let's put it. This, if you Chile, want, if you want to add me to that Chile Slack tied, channel, Chile yes. tied. Uh, oh, of course, not Guyana. I think it is Guyana. Yeah, they, they, Chile beat Guyana three to two, right? Yeah, right. That's barely beating uh, uh, a team that they should be able to beat. I mean, but but it happens, right? Yeah. If you want to add me, to, football. If you want to add me to that Slack channel, you know what? I'm gonna ask. You're gonna, gonna, totally gonna have down. to DM Eric, get in his DMs, and try to figure out if you can get into that. All right. I think I, I think I can make that happen. Um. All right. So. Last couple, so we talked about uh, Open Cup. Um, so the regular season, so success. This regular season, I, I, I mean, I would argue that yes, it is a success. Um, I would argue it's an improvement. Yes, 
but literally the bar was so goddamn low you could like moonwalk over the bar. That's how fucking. I mean, low I think the bar was. was playoffs, right? I mean, that was it, right? I mean, like three year plan playoffs, right? So when I I think I I did, did go back and look at our our uh, original podcast, but I think my my bar for Heath was hosting a home playoff game. Am I right? Dave well, Martin? It was always one step further than we were currently poised to achieve. No, no, no. I think, but from the from the very, very, very early on get-go, it, I think I would my say that was your most consistent target. Hosting a home, home playoff, playoff game. game. We did, we're doing that. Yes. We're doing that. Um, but, so let's, let's, but let's step it back. Like, after everything that we've seen, was this season successful? Yeah. Okay, explain. I don't. Um, I, I don't think it was. I know you don't. Uh, we we made a we made a we made a run of the final in the Open Cup. Um, we we brought up youth players, uh, and I hope that Chicone becomes one of them. Didn't really give him that chance, but had a, had some great young guys that that started to get time and be and, and could be a huge uh, piece of the future there between Toy and uh, Dotson and Gasper. And and again, Chicone was a huge young designated player signing. Hope that he can become what they wanted to become. Those are the kinds of steps that you make poised toward the future. Uh, the results uh, were pretty solid considering how poor we were that, that that's where the improvement word comes in right we weren't lafc but um we had a, a i mean it was leaps and bounds dozens of goals uh fewer allowed than last year we don't have to become 29 goal allowers in one season to call that a success you know so so i think the improvement was across the field I think that uh, we got great performances from signings that could be around for a while, like Jan Gregoosh and things like that. We had great uh, young guys who are going to help us build for the future. I do think it's about, and so not only do I think the results were pretty good, but I think that also more intangibly, we did the kinds of things that position you for future success, like investing in the youth, obviously opening up a new stadium. Um, I think we're, I think that we're hitting the trampoline, and we've now bounced, and we we haven't hit the uh, we haven't hit the apex of that height of that hop yet. Okay, I mean, I would just I would vehemently disagree with you. I know. Um, I would say that we left we left at least twelve points um, on the table, ten of those at home, um, where we either lost or we drew with two shitty fucking teams. Um, if we if we get four points out of that that you know eight points we left on the on the table at home. We're hosting a second round playoff match, not even like the first round, the second round. Um, and the and you're right that the, the team has definitely obviously improved. The, like, they made some good signings. They made some very, uh, uh, you know, great plans and all that. But ultimately, I don't think this team gets any better than it is right now with the, the coach that we have bringing it back to Adrian Heath. Um, because I think we have, like, this team has never been coached up. This team plays what they have with what they have, and that's it. Like, we don't have a coach, we don't have a manager who is uh, getting better out of the players that we have. Um, he's getting what they have, and that is great. And when you have better players, you get better results, right? That's fucking, that's math. It's, it's, it's math. Um, but when you don't have, when you have a, a manager um, who can't get anything else out of the players that he has, you end up with Adrian Heath, which is you end up with like 1-1 against Orlando City or a 0-0 draw against Vancouver at home. Um, and 
which really fucking sucks because um, the the fans have put in hours and hours and hours of their of our time and our sweat and our blood and our equity and our our money into this being a thing that we come to every fucking week or we spend our afternoons fucking making TIFO um, just doing the all and all the other shit that's not that no one else sees like all the um, partnership stuff and all the all the um, Markcom social stuff that no one actually fucking sees and we're spending all this time and it's not getting it's not it's not reciprocated as far as I'm concerned Okay, so Zeller, what do you value most? A home win or an away win? An away win. Okay. So then using 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 that then we literally could have beat Toronto as as Martin put, pointed out and we, we should have beaten we should have beaten or or we should have beaten beaten Colorado. If those two games and change then we're then we then where we're at, right? Sure. Where you, which is which is which is that. So like 100% so I mean I, th- I think I think as much as, as as much as you think you know is is getting getting a tie and getting one point against Orlando and Vancouver, you also look at look at where those those other points escaped as well as it's a fair point and also a damning criticism of uh, of our of our gaffer. So I mean I don't I don't, I don't know man it's it just it really it, it frustrates me that um, that people even thought he was coach of the year. He wasn't. He was not no, even I, cl- fucking close to. Coach I, of the I get year. that criticism, but, but also like the fact that he. And 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 honestly, it's it it extends back to the the front office and not the front office player personnel side, but the front office like marketing side. Like those guys fucking ride or die for Adrian Heath, and I just I just don't get it. I don't understand. I know they're they're being company men, and that is, it. that's their, it. that's their job, but. The man is, is, has not done anything, anything that j- would justify, like, a ride-or-die fucking experience. Like, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, what has he done that is, like, yes, he is, a, he is the man for, uh, for this team. He's a man manager. He's the guy who gets things going. Every, like, anybody who leaves the fucking team has got... Nothing Look, but nothing but shit to say about Adrian Heath. Is 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 if if Heath is buying steak dinners on a weekly basis to all the reps and every other stuff, then I can totally see how that may play out in the aspect of ride or die. I personally think that this year has been uh, an improvement in the aspect of you have to look at you know in the increments, right? First year horrible, right? We 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 totally planted that and we didn't really get anywhere near that. Second year we were better, but not the better that we should be expected, and at least the fans expected for that better. This third year, we'll be able to, to, to improve greatly into what's the previous two years. But at the same time, there's still a lot of questions that are out there into aspect of um, where the future of this of this of this um, team is. But also, what is the identity of this team? Right. I'm still trying to figure that out. I don't think yeah. anybody knows. Yeah. So also, also ultimately, fuck Adrian Heath. Um, let's let's jump into it. Uh, picture didn't happen. Uh, we got some playoff matches coming up this weekend. Gentlemen, you ready to make some picks? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let's right. do it. Atlanta hosts New England. Um, I have Atlanta win this game two to one. Three to nothing. Atlanta win. 
3-1, Atlanta. All right. Mm. Seattle hosts Dallas. I have Dallas winning this game. One or nothing. I How's have that? Seattle that? winning 2-1. Probably the correct answer. David Martin? I'm going to say Seattle 2-1. Sorry. All right. Dallas not that good this year. Yeah. I just, I kind of am holding. I hope that we can host Plus it. Ro- <laughs> host a it's, Western it's Conference Rui Diaz. final. It's Rui Diaz and Penguins, right? That's I mean, apparently Penguins and Rui Diaz <laughs> just go, go along. Uh, Toronto FC host uh, DC United. DC United completely shitting the bed the last three yeah. weeks of the yeah. season and going from not like from hosting a playoff spot to having to go to fucking BMO Field in Toronto. Yeah. Um, I have Toronto winning this game 2-1. That's a, that sounds about right. Yeah, D- DC United absolutely flaccid the end of the season. Look, I believe in the magic between uh, between the two major stars on that DC United team, and because I've my first team I ever even followed was DC United because of Echeverri. I have this as a <laughs> DC United three nothing win. So, so you're what side of the of the of the wag drum are you on? You're 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 uh, Colleen Rooney side right you're you're not uh the vardy's wife side do you know about this whose wife do you like better oh no Uh, i i I have no idea what you guys are oh shit man oh fuck okay that's another podcast that's another that's a patreon you're not going i'm gonna do it real quick you're not you don't know how to do things quick you could do it real quick i can't so yeah like a big old long beep i'll delete it later so apparently uh so apparently wayne rooney's wife uh has a a secret Instagram account that uh, she only let a su- certain people follow, and she like dropped stories in there, like things like uh, she was going down to Mexico for like gender assignment surgery for her like her next kid and stuff like that, and uh, her, that her basement had flooded, and she put those stories on a, a, a very secret Instagram account that only certain people had access to. One of those people was Jamie Vardy's wife, so Jamie War- Jamie Vardy apparently is uh, his wife is probably like the way like, there's like a wag uh like wag sort of like story thing that happens in the uh one of the the tabloids in uh britain apparently it's jimmy vardy's wife because they the sun also the sun shitty fucking newspaper don't ever actually read the sun because it's shitty fucking newspaper um anyways yeah long story short apparently jimmy vardy's wife is a gossip all right next game so so there's that uh, all right. Uh, next game is uh, RSL versus Portland. RSL ho- uh, hosting Portland, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I don't like either of these teams, but I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with RSL probably two to nothing, just because I have so little faith in Portland. Yeah. Rodrigo, um, I have uh, RSL two one. I'll take Portland. I think Portland. I think Portland's not bad. RSL's. Uh, the worst possible, like the worst fucking team in the in the playoffs, actually, right I now. I mean, I think if, if Valeri think shows R- up and plays like the Valeri we know, then I think Portland has a much yeah. better chance. I think RSL is like 0-2-9 and nine against playoff, uh, Western Conference playoff teams. Oh, like really? They have well, two draws, nine wait, losses. Didn't, didn't, didn't they beat LAFC last year in the playoffs? They did, but this is this year. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia hosts the New York Red Bulls. Yeah, <sighs> That's a tough one. That's a tough I, one. Yeah, they, I've got to go with Philadelphia. They've had more consistency than the Red Bulls this year. Um, wouldn't be shocked to see some Red Bull magic, but they don't usually pull out the Red Bull magic in the playoffs. They usually are just really good consistently throughout the season. They're not a playoff magic yeah, team, they, so they don't, I'm they don't go have the wings in the playoffs. They don't have the wings in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, I think also Philly has you know rookie of the year. So uh, yeah, 
I, I'll, I'll go with Philadelphia. Um, and then finally, uh, the most important game, Minnesota United versus the LA Galaxy. Oh, God. What, I, I can't even remember what we picked last week. I, I probably I, will change it. I, had a, I, think, I believe I had Galaxy winning uh, either 2-1 to one or 1-0. One to nothing. You going to stay with that? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Rodrigo? Um, I think if Boxo is able to kick the crap out of Zlatan, I think we can escape with a 2-1 win. I think I said we were going to have a draw and we were going to lose on penalties last week. My change, thinking has changed. I think we actually, I think we win this game. I think uh, we're going to get that uh, Zlatan monkey off our backs. We're going to actually beat LA Galaxy uh, in regulation two to one. This would be a good time to get that monkey off the back because it's on there. Yeah, It is firmly on there. All right, we have we have one question. Um, so uh, Chris Alpha B <laughs> says uh, completely not related to sport, but that's nothing with new with this podcast. So and he, th- I thought that was I, I called that a complisalt. That was like a complisalt uh, 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 <laughs> compliment, but also an insult. A complisalt. Complisalt. That's a, a complisalt. Nice yeah. So when Allianz Field expands to probably around twenty three to twenty five k, do you think it could make the Wonderwall look out of place it crammed in there like it was added multiple years before and just strange angles so he's i think he's asking um if they expand like where they would expand where they could add seats is, is probably like around where the wonder wall is yeah um, and is it gonna look good and will and will the wonder wall look weird there i think so i i um when they talk about it being expandable i i don't have any illusions that it, they're going to expand it and then it's going to look like it was just always supposed to be that way um might still be a good move might be great to sell tickets might be still even a louder place but yeah yeah I th- in the same way that when at nsc when they added some physical seats onto the bleachers because they just wanted some something like but it, it didn't look like it was supposed to ever be that way you know and uh, i don't think this will either like all I'm looking for is for them to add extra those those metal benches that you see all over parks, on the sideline for the players to sit on, and then all the all the people who are willing to fork over five hundred dollars a game get to sit on the nice cushy sheets that the players formerly sit on. So I think that's the way that you expand. Things. So you so you want to move <laughs> the players into like more aggressive like earn your fucking place spots. Like if you're sitting on this bench, you do not earn your space. You do not earn your place. And you want people like the the people are paying you know ten thousand dollars a season or whatever to sit in the nice cushy seats. Is that is that what you're advocating for? I mean, I, I, I think mean, I think I think I think that's what. But in my eyes, expanding is because that if you if you try to expand more room into that that place, I just don't see how that's gonna. I even mean, look I'm feasible. I'm I'm one hundred percent for eating the rich. Um, they deserve they deserve to be eaten, and hundred uh, percent agree. Um, I, you know what, uh, Chris, I, yes, it's going to, it will look weird. It will be weird. Um, and, but ultimately I think it will be fine. So anyways, yeah. uh, It'll be worth it. yeah. So I think this is, this has been a long fucking podcast, man. I think um, this has been thank you. Thank you. Historic Rodrigo. long podcast. Thank you, Rodrigo for coming out. <laughs> Thanks, um, man. Rodrigo, where can people find you on the, uh, on the social medias if they, if they want to. Listen to any more on the, of your on ranting, the rantings and ravings. Yes, on the, on, on the Twitters, all the hate mail can be sent to RSC <laughs> Spoken Word. So. Yeah. Hashtag Issa Watch. Um, she's a terrible soccer player. <laughs> apparently, apparently terrible enough for someone is willing to bid 
on a t-shirt oh, where they got yeah, nutmeg man. and then give it to the person that got nutmeg. Yeah, so yeah, so there was, there was we have, we'll talk about that uh, next week. There's a whole thing. Uh, you can find me at offense. You can find Martin at offensive loons. Uh, you can find me at Texas Zeller. Uh, please uh, rate and review and all that fun shit. Uh, Martin, take us out. Oh, thank you guys for sticking with us this long. We're the Daves. You know this has been the Daves. I know. As you do yours, land here, become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nah, nothing at all. I can't do nothing at all. Check it out, guys. GT. <laughs>